You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Welcome to Ring Post Radio, the only show that makes sure you get a healthy serving of gene blasting. I'm your host, Ryan Nightsey. With me, as always, is the man, the myth, legend, Scotty Edwards. Scotty, how you doing? I was not ready for the gene blast sentence, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing great. I haven't talked about wrestling in days. Um, I've done a lot over the past couple of days that isn't wrestling related, mm-hmm. and I'm going on vacation, so I'm happy to be here, folks. Yeah, baby. It was a long episode. I'm already ready for it. I'm very ready for Should it. Should we, we just get straight so into it? Fuck the preamble and just go straight into it? No, we live for the preamble. The people live for the preamble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We the people, of course. What's the preamble? Never mind. That's a little constitution joke. Anyways, uh, yeah, no. Are we confirmed that Gene Blast is spelled G-E-N-E? Like, what if it's just, like, like like he just comes out with a pair of Wranglers on, and that's a gene blast for Oh, him. I don't, no, no, I don't think people, I don't think the people can handle that. You're telling me, I don't, I agree, I don't think the people can handle for Yoda Suji and a nice pair of Wranglers, you know, like, what's in those jeans, you know what I mean? What's in that, I'm about to get gene blast, oh, hold on, I don't actually, I don't know, <laughs> Alright, just toss the explicit on there now. Just Maybe shield your maybe shield the kids. Yeah, hide the kids. Hide the kids for this one, I guess. Um, yeah, no. How are you doing? What? So you're going on vacation? What? When do you leave? Wednesday, I think. I leave. So Thursday at like four thirty in the morning. Practically Wednesday. So pretty much Wednesday. Like I have decided because we know how I work. Yeah, I'm not gonna sleep. Sure, that make that that tracks that tracks a year typical. Um, and I think that's the best case. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Dynamite, of course. I'm gonna watch Dynamite, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. The past couple days, this this has been my past couple days. This is my past couple days. Also, I just had a video playing in my ear that I couldn't pause for a minute, <laughs> and that was highly frustrating. <laughs> that being said, my past couple days have featured starting a new job. Getting yes. packing for vacation, my sister's graduation, mm-hmm. and seeing a phenomenal film, and all I can still think about is the phenomenal film. Ooh, sorry, sister. No, well, that no. If I if I think less about <laughs> that, I'm not as emotional. So that's Fair like Fair enough. As emotional, realizing, holy shit, I'm old. Yeah, uh, that's kind of the main problem. But yeah, a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Wrestling's happening too. I I squeezed in Dominion. I think I slept. Uh, uh, I did not have much sleep yesterday. That's why. Should, thank God that, we didn't record last night. Yeah, shouldn't be a shocker to anybody. Would would have dropped dead probably on the spot. Um, but we're gonna talk G one today. Dominion. Uh. Uh, gene blasting uh, <laughs> anything else you can come up with i'm excited and i and ryan's like we're gonna very quickly talk about a few topics i was like buddy this is the last podcast i'm doing for two weeks that's if true you little, if you think this is gonna be a little conversation yeah nuts that's true we aren't we you and i won't be talking for like a week and a half to almost two weeks um yeah almost two weeks exact because 
I'll come back. I think I walk in the door like right as collision starts. Yeah, on Saturday. For the first time. <laughs> and then we'll record the next morning, obviously. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. And then after but a week after that, we're recording twice. So we'll make up for it. We'll pick yeah, up for it. We'll... Shout out Forbidden Door. Yeah. And if you want more, if you want Scotty in the meantime, you know, second season of Ryan hasn't seen anything. It just started on the Patreon today. You can believe yeah, with well, a recording we did months ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see if I can get a date on that first recording. Yes, uh, please do. Uh, because that we recorded that um, a century ago, practically. Um, I feel like, oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where, where are the goddamn files? Um, let's see. Uh, dis- is that correct? Uh, December? Were you just in December? Um, but, 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 but. That's not correct. Uh, this is great audio. This is great audio. Um, are we live? Yeah, we are live. <laughs> this is fantastic audio. Um, this is. Have we considered maybe just letting it go? I can't find it. Um, all of them say May thirty first, and that's definitely wrong. It might have been December. December sounds right. <clears throat> that sounds correct. That sounds probable. That sounds right. Uh, that's definitely right. You know what? Let's just let's just get into it now. The preamble is gone. Well, where are you going on vacation? I was going to ask that. Where are you? Where are you? What's oh, your vacation? I'm going the West Coast. We're going top top of California to the bottom of California, all the way to Vegas. Yeah, baby. It's actually a family trip where I'm we're going to see family, mm-hmm. and it's also turned into my sister's graduation trip as well. <laughs> so we're having a little fun along the way. And I was, they're like, "Do you want to go?" I was like, yeah, "I guess." <laughs> it's it's a good excuse. It's a good excuse to yeah. like, you know, well, how can I? Who who was the person that pitched um cha- turning it someone into your sister's graduation gift? Uh, I think my sister, when we added the everything else, <laughs> uh, I was about to say, I was like, because did that come before the Vegas pitch? Because because someone I think the family part probably more so came after. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess we'll see family as well. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you after this vacation, I guess you'll be a regular West Coast pro. Anyways, let's get to the show. Um, we got, um, like Scotty already said, massive show for you. And we're going to do our best. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about news later, but you know, not only it's a Monday night, it's ring post radio nights. I don't have a glass of wine for me, so I apologize for that. It's going to be normal, normal, dry ring post radio, not a, not a ring post radio nights feeling here, but that won't stop us because we all have stuff to do. We're going to be battling Monday night raw in 30 minutes. Uh, not, not just on TV. Watch out ratings. Watch out ratings. We're going <laughs> to eat your heart out. Um, big competition tonight. Um, but we got a lot of stuff to get to. Like you said, uh, there has been a lot of shows in the past week that we did not miss. At, you know, we did not cover. We did talk Double or Nothing. That's on the Patreon. You can listen to that. Um, we did talk about that. But we got a bunch of other shows. Best of Super Junior Finals, Impact Under Siege, Stardom Flashing Champions, Night of Champions, NXT Battleground. All have not covered. We're going to be talking Dominion today. We're going to be previewing Impact Against All Odds and All Together Again, the New Japan, All Japan, Noah crossover show. And we got some news to start off the show. And what better news to get Scotty in the mood than the news from AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday when Tony Khan popped up on the screen. We all had a feeling, we all had an inkling about what this news was going to be. And the new news was, in fact, the return of CM Punk. He is official. They've officially announced him. He is no longer uh, a special surprise as he might have wanted at first. However, he has been officially surprised. 
um, on the uh, and, and headlining, presumably, AEW Collision. So, Scotty, how do you feel? feel great. I feel great. It's a wonderful time to be an AEW fan. A wonderful time. The elite's busy. The the Blackpool Combat Club's doing a little bit of everything. And CM Punk is back. Oh, and I, I forgot. And the Bang Bang Gang's cooking, of course. I want to real quickly also just do a quick interruption in your thing. AEW just tweeted out that Tony Khan will announce the first main event of AEW Collision uh, on Wednesday. <laughs> we continue to cook because we have to sell more tickets. Uh, <laughs> the United Center is expensive. Yeah. Uh, that being said, this is great. This is great. CM Punk's back in wrestling, the second coming of CM Punk. But if we are, if we, if we were to really think about it, it's actually like the third or fourth coming of CM Punk. Yeah, yeah. We, we, the semantics. <laughs> semantics. 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 It's fine. But I'm very excited. I think CM Punk, based off of all the rumors we've heard, he is going to have one hell of a start to the run back. He's got a lot of good opponents lined up for himself. So uh should be a lot of fun. Happy that uh we stopped with the oh it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be and just said it. It makes everything better, makes the hype for collision better. I cannot wait for that show. Yeah, I've uh talked about the show countless times in the past couple of weeks, think saying that uh I sort of disagree with the surprise approach that it appeared that uh, CM Punk was going to take. Um, it seemed like that was the plan. That was the reports about what why the WBD, uh, not Scrum, but the presentation was all wonky. Um, and that sort of obviously ruined the surprise to a certain extent. Um, and then I also seeing the tickets go on sale and how rough they were. Obviously, the first day in Chicago has gotten a little bit better, but there was dates that were like sub a thousand. Um, and I was like, uh oh. So, yeah. There's just not a market in Canada. Well, well, it was a great market in Canada last last year in AEW. Yeah, but didn't they go once? The, no, the problem is, if I recall correctly, is that they it's Forbidden Door is in Canada. That sold like hotcakes. And then they announced yeah. this, and it seems like. Everyone bought tickets for Forbidden Door, and they're like, "Well, yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna go to Collision." And to be fair, that could also be like Rampage fatigue, which I don't blame people. Um, you know, <laughs> no, you know why they're not selling correctly? We have to, we just have to say the truth, folks. What's that? Canada's impact country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't- I don't know. I'm watching under, under Siege. I feel like team the team Canada uh, captain uh, Scott Demore ate ate a bad one uh, this past Friday. So uh, it, uh, it's Canada country, baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I think I, I said at the time. I think announcing CM Punk early is a better idea, especially after those ticket sales. Moving ticket wise, I saw that he sold a non, another thousand. like a thousand tickets after for the Chicago show. I and they what, opened up a lot more. And they opened up a lot. Yeah, they rearranged a bunch of things, sold a thousand tickets and rearranged a bunch of seating. But ultimately, they sold a couple more tickets. I don't know what the other markets, the other episodes are doing. But uh, at the very least, I think I'm getting the impression based off of the ticket selling and, and everything. I think 
Well, I think there's two things. One, I think there is sort of a rampage fatigue and, and you know, announcing, oh, this is the new A show and then it turning rampage into very quickly a B show. Um, I think there's maybe some f- fatigue there and they're just sort of buyers in those markets that are weary of certain things. And I think that's completely fair of those markets, completely fair of those people yeah. of like, I don't know if I want to do my bandwagon, especially since I'm going to Forbidden Door. That's going to be an expensive ticket and yada, yada, yada. I think the other thing is, and I think that's a real conversation, is what happened when he was announced, when CM Punk was announced. You cut to that crowd, and it is a wave of cheers and a wave of boos mixed together. And there, there might be a serious conversation to be had about CM Punk in this company. I think the good part about it is that there was a reaction on both sides. There wasn't silence. That's obviously the worst case scenario. But there is a thing to be said about it. it it's mixed. It's mixed in that crowd. And we'll see what the rest of the crowds are doing. Chicago's obviously selling. The other ones weren't selling as well. So we'll see. And maybe this main event announcement Tony Khan has on Wednesday is going to be uh, selling even more tickets, you know? John Cena had a mixed reaction. Ooh. Just saying. Cody, Cody, saying, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> that's true too. Listen, if if they put on good shows, people will go. That's it. That's all you got to do. And I think when it comes to the ticket sales for Collision, they're just waiting to see what these shows look like. Why? Because listen, if you're only giving me the people on the poster, I don't know how to feel yet. Make me want to go to that show, right? We've heard a lot more rumors since then about better matchups, more interesting matchups, more interesting people on the show. And I think that's how those tickets will start to sell is just by bringing in entertaining professional wrestling. At the end of the day, that's what you want to do. Not where we're long past outside of the city of Chicago. We are long past one person selling out a building or being a complete ratings draw. I know people can try to tell me one. Actually, Roman Reigns is a ratings draw. I learned that the hard way uh, this week. But other people aren't. Roman Reigns is finally a a, a ratings draw. It only took a 1,000 days, plus nine years before that. That being said, uh, I had to get that joke in. I think it's going to come down to what collisions look like and what collision is. And I'll go the same for Dynamite, because... Dynamite and Collision are both kind of stinking it up in Canada. And it's not it's not great. Also, who goes to Regina, Canada? What a random location. How dare you say that about the citizens of Regina? Well, sorry. But uh, I look forward to that main event announcement. I look forward to what the show turns out to be. I'm going to be watching. You're going to be watching. The world will be watching. There's something there, right? With the old uh, WWE opening. The world is watching. Hey, you know, you know what I've always said. I'm excited for collision. Um, I'm excited for collision. Excited for collision. We can't talk about it much more until it just happens at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's in a weird sense. Now that they're not doing the surprise, I think doing these sort of weekly announcements is a good idea. It keeps mm. collision in the forefront of people's minds. It's you know constantly telling your audience that this is happening and things are happening, um, so yeah. I mean, if there's 
one would presume there we get the first main event match this Wednesday, and then maybe we get something else on the Wednesday after that. And then I think that's the Saturday after that is Collision, officially. So, you know, maybe there's something there. Maybe we'll get... I don't know what that other announcement would be, but, you know, who knows? Controversy uh, creates cash. Exactly, exactly. But I'm excited about Collision. Uh, I, I'm excited for a new brand, and I hope... I'd like to imagine that with the star power that they are putting behind it, with the matches that are potentially behind it, that it could be something good. It just has to be sustained for long enough and continue and not dwindle. It needs to be a consistent show. Based off the rumors that I've heard, that we've all heard, Mm -hmm. this show's booked for me. (laughs) Bang, bang, gang, swerve, CM Punk. Come on, folks. What else do you need? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blackpool Combat Club. Ugh. They're on the other show. We can enjoy two shows at once. Exactly. Exactly. That's the, that's the point of it. We got to have two A shows for the first time ever. At AW. That's I what we need. Best. I hope for the best. Um, it was announced today that WWE and Twitch are official in their multi-year partnership. This deal includes a new companion sidecast on Twitch. Obviously, this rumor partnership has been the uh, in the world for the past two months, but it was official on today, on Monday, uh, that they will have a multi-year partnership and have a sidecast set to debut on Twitch tonight in 15 minutes, folks. Don't leave the show. The broadcast begins for Raw. Uh, Eastern Time will begin. Will, uh, the show will be the sidecast, I should say, will bring fans, quote, behind the scenes and closer to the in-ring action. Whatever that means, we don't know. It says the weekly viewing experience will be led by a rotating cast of hosts and will regularly feature appearance by W Superstars, unique and exclusive content such as backstage interviews and more. I would have to imagine maybe it's one of those like WWE watch-along shows yeah. and then they're also airing Raw, maybe? That's that's an idea. Do Can they air Raw properly? Or is it just going to be the watch-along? I think that's the fair question, but... We'll find out in 15 minutes. What do you think? And, and also, to be fair, the Twitch thing. Hey, that's finally happening. Of course, WWE is going to be taking a cut of everything, but they're finally able to figure out this whole mess for the past couple years now, it feels like. Yeah, good they figured out the mess. That's good for the wrestlers that can keep twitching. Mm-hmm. That, is that a thing? Is that what they call it? Yes, for the team. That's what the kids these days call it. It's called twitching. Okay. Okay. Well, I think congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have minimal thoughts about this. <laughs> the watch along thing. Who the hell is going to watch that? We I know think people will, but like, meh. my only thought on it is that, and I'll check it out in 15 minutes to see what it looks like. But my only thought truly is that if it is a proper side cast of Monday night raw and then commercials, it's like this watch along stuff or whatever. If it's a proper, like, we're going to see Monday Night Raw on Twitch, and this is like a sidecast Twitch thing, I think that's fantastic for Raw. That is huge for Raw, and it's the additional thing that they're trying to do of these, let's put Raw on other systems. Um, Let's get us to NBC as a simulcast. Let's do a Twitch as a a simulcast. If we are getting that, I think that is going to be, that's good for WWE. And we'll see how it goes. If it's that, I think that's great. If it's not that, and it's just a watch along, no one will be watching it in forever. You know, there, in like a week. No other way. I'm going to get to talk about this, so I'm going to call it news real quick. Sure. What a segment by Don Callis and Takeshita, <laughs> huh? Huh? 
What a segment. I'm going to talk about this anywhere else. So, what a segment. You don't get to talk about it. Don't you have an AEW podcast as well? No, I don't do that anymore. What? Well, different, different, different. But I don't get to talk about it. I don't get to talk. And I'm not going to talk about it until at least after vacation. And it will be old news by then because that's how the wrestling world works. Yeah. So, I'm going to talk about it now. Yeah. Go for it. What a segment. That's heat. Capital H-E-A-T. Heat. Konosuke Takeshi and Kenny Omega is going to be outstanding. Will it be the match of the year? I don't know. Talk to Omega and Osprey and talk to blank and blank after uh, the 25th. Then we'll talk. But it's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Don Callis is great at his job. Takeshi, great promo, great heat. I doubted turning him heel. I really did. I said, why would you do that to a guy that's red hot, baby face? They've quickly quickly started to prove me wrong well wait and see because we're not you know one week doesn't just solve all the problems but uh hot start hot i think my big this is not a big thing i i completely agree all-time heat segment that's how you properly get heat on tv uh without it being uh canned and uh pumped in through the loudspeakers in the arena uh dominic someone uh disagreed with my with me saying that dominic has canned heat but uh whatever it's true uh you can hear it it's very obvious that you can hear it but that's besides the point um you know all-time all-time segment uh all-time heel work from don Callis. i would like to see what kind of heat takeshta gets without don Callis. And just wrestling, obviously, um, because that would be the true mark of whether or not yep. this works. Because it, it's obviously Don Callis is getting all of the heat, and then we're trying to shift the heat to Takeshita. The question is, will that be successful? And I'm interested to see what that will look like. Me, uh, me as well. Uh, other news announced at Dominion, which we will cut review in momentarily, was the participants of the G1 Climax 33. Uh, the full list was announced during the show uh, with a uh, a lot of familiar faces, a lot of new faces, and a lot of first timers in this tournament. So, so I thought, oh, we're gonna go back to the twenty. No, 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 no. We went up to thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that will probably be a lot of <laughs> a lot of matches between July fifteenth and August thirteenth. Our participants are. A lot of uh, obvious ones. Kazuchika Okada, Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, Will Ospreay, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Stop me when you're like, when you have something on any of these people. Uh, David Finley, Shota Umino. Oh, wait. I have some, oh, wait. No, we're going to review Dominion. Never mind. Good. Okay. Uh, Shota Umino, his, his first, it's his first uh, uh, G1 Climax. Uh, yep. Sh- Shingo Takagi, Tomihiro Ishii, Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, Tonga Loa returning from uh, uh, MCL tear. He had an injury. I forget what it was. Guy was gone forever. Gone forever. Hikaleo making his first G1 Climax. Uh, Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, Toriyano, Kenta, Zach Sabre. When I saw his face, no, no, time off. we're stopping at Toriyano. <laughs> That's the first person we're stopping at. When I saw his face, I said, fuck <laughs> i was like why is this and then i was like ah. did they they said 32 beforehand right i don't recall i don't, I don't think 
I don't think people knew because I, I remember popped up. I remember distinctly like Chris Samsa tweeting out a thing that was like, if it's thirty two or if it's twenty, whatever it is, twenty four. Um, yeah. So I don't think it was known until just then. At least I did. Yeah. Know. Well, either way, Toriano, second worst person in this. Continue. Uh, n- new defied champion Kenta. Um, Zach, which by the way, going back to Hikaleo, it's his first one. That uh, never opened title weight, uh, title reign for Hikaleo. They did this before with um, Chase Owens of the tag team uh, belt, I believe. They've done this before. They do this before with, oh no, they did have Chase Owens with the uh, never open weight title belt. Uh, KOPW. KOPW. Thank you. Where it's just like they give someone a title to do a quick elevation so that they can get into the G1 climax. Uh, New Japan does it every once in a while. But yeah, you know, it's cool to see. It's Still a good idea. Suffering. Uh, tai Chi. AEW wrestler Eddie Kingston making his first I ever debut. Wanna, I want to give myself a back pat. I went on another show to preview Dominion the other day because mm-hmm. we, we didn't get to. Um, and I said Eddie Kingston, and I was right. So shout out to me. Very happy about Eddie getting in the G1. Obviously one of the most exciting entries this year by far. Um, the only thing I'm upset about after looking at this field and seeing that he's scheduled for Independence Day, why couldn't we leave Lance Archer in? Like, I know he's not going to go back to AEW and do stuff. I know he's not. You know he's not. He's going back to Japan in July. Yeah. Why can't we just leave him in? I believe I saw on the Observer or in an interview or something where... Uh, Lance Archer said that he was dealing with torn triceps, and he's been dealing with that for a while now. But yes, but That's even then, it's see, based, based <laughs> on that Dominion match, I think he's fine. <laughs> he looked fine to me. Yeah. And if, hey, hey, if you want to just have eight-minute sprints, I'm okay with that, too. Be the, be the big change-up of the tournament. Yeah, no, I... That's, Shout out Eddie, though. That's possible. Eddie Kingston, is, I, I think that's fantastic. More and more, the more I see it, and you know, his AEW and all this stuff, and the fact that he's not really used much, and a well, not really used at all in AEW, and he's now just like a Ring of Honor wrestler, which is funny that he was AEW announced, really should be Ring of Honor and kayfabe. Um, th- I don't know, man. I feel like he, I think there's a chance that Eddie could be like, you know, at the end of his con, near the end of his contract in uh, AEW, and he just goes fully into new japan i could fully see that with uh eddie that'd Kingston. be so beast <laughs> I, would to- <laughs> I, that so I would totally be into that i mean they book him better they're about to give him a title eddie kingston you think they're gonna give eddie kingston a title i think they're gonna give him the strong title because people like eddie kingston no one gives a shit about kenta that's true that's true I, I, in, they should... the, in the year 2023 i want to give me give him the uh i want to give a oh a kopw title match against taichi who says no? Maybe a match against Shingo? Who says no? But we, we could just do both of those in the G1, and I would not be upset. Yeah, that's actually, you know, that's fully, po- that's <laughs> we, we fully possible. We have a tournament where we could do it? <laughs> that's fully possible. Uh, El Fantasmo, uh, Ren Narita. You have, you have a thing about El Fantasmo? I'm very intrigued by El Fantasmo as a baby face in this tournament. Yes, I think there's a good chance this is going to be like his uh, baby face trial tournament, you know? Or we, yeah. we change up a gimmick and then, hey, set them off into a tournament to have them figure it out. Uh, Red Narita making his debut in the G1 Climax. Evil. Chase Owens. Jeff. Oh my f- mm. I 
I slammed something when I saw this. I was like, why? <laughs> why? Why do you why do you have what what does he have on you that you keep bringing back this useless sack of shit? God. God. Not a good guy. He wasn't speaking out. Fuck him. That's fair. Uh Jeff Cobb, Great O'Conn, Aaron Hanare. Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin, two new members of Bullet Club, making their G1 Climax debuts. Big pop. Shane Haste, I believe, making his G1 Climax debut yes. along with Mikey Nichols. Yep. Very uh, happy for Shane Haste. I, you know what? I'll say, I'll say this. Excited for Shane Haste singles matches. Those Mikey Nichols ones are gonna be gonna be rough. <laughs> I I would bet money. This was Aussie Open. Ooh. Yeah. It was definitely Aussie Open. That's that's probable. Hurts, Hurts a little bit. I mean, it's TMD, I like It's TMDK, so there's like a chance that, you know, like they, they it's, you know, they want to do TMDK separately cuz maybe they're building up TMDK for a, you know, tag title match. Um, but yeah, you're right. There's, I think there's a possibility looking at that. I think this that could have been Aussie Open. Now, well, at, well, take that back. If anything, it would have been maybe Kyle Fletcher somewhere because at this point they knew that Mark Davis was injured. Yeah, no Mikey Nichols. <laughs> um, if they had to replace anyone and put in Kyle Fletcher. Jace Owens. Well, we know that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, we have to like pick people that are believable, then Mikey Nichols. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe Ren Narita. But I'll not take Ren Narita out over just, Mikey just, Nichols. Over but I'm, yeah, but I'll take Ren Narita out to put in Kyle Fletcher. Do that easy. We weren't taking any of the young the young guys out. That might be true. That's kind of the big focus right now. That's probably true. Um Gabe Gabe Kid, Alex Coglin, Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols, Yoda Suji, and from Noah, Kaito Kiyomiya. He didn't even get the Noah logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is obviously the big one. Like, I know Eddie's big for, like, people in America, but, like, Kaito Kiyomiya is not only going to be in the G1, he's likely going to miss the N1. That's because true. there's so much overlap. Yeah, it is, that is true. He is probably going to miss the N1. I mean, unless like, he's insane and does the same schedule, which is probably impossible. Uh, you're uh, right. He might die. Yeah. It's a lot of matches. You're right. He is He is probably missing the N1. I didn't think about that. So that that, that brings up a good uh, uh, segue into what our show is next week as we talk about the G1 here. We had the chance to talk to Justin Nipper mm-hmm. of Pro Wrestling Noah, and he talked about how he would like Kaito Kiyomiya to get a headline highlight type big match against someone or Kaito Kimi to get that. Yeah. Well, he's going to get Seth in new Japan pro wrestling. And he's going to be in the same As block part- with Yano Owens, uh, uh <laughs> mad Mikey Nichols. Uh, they have to, yeah. If he's winning the block, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm excited. I- I'm excited. Kaito Kimi in here is exciting. I do think, Losing him in the N1 stinks. Um, but that being the case, having him in the G1 Climax, you would think uh, is a fantastic idea. 
great match great great for him because he is going to get way better as a wrestler in the G1 climax than the N1 which is a, with a bunch of guys he's wrestled constantly um this would be a really good spot to get him better and presumably if you're Noah you're ultimately getting more eyes on Noah in the process um i i would presume we will get this is where we're going to get the Kazuchika Okada singles match i have to presume along this tour probably the final night or something um and i fucking can't wait block <laughs> final block final maybe no i don't know if they'll do kaito in the block final that would be if you put enough stinkers with them if you put stinkers maybe you put eddie kingston in there just so it's like you know oh eddie and kaito oh. 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 uh i would put in there with him to give him a good block with one that he can win yeah i give him Tanahashi. Oh, yeah. Kaito and Tanahashi, big match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ishii, who sure. I was shocked by, by the way, being in this. But when there was 32 people, I guess I should have been Maybe, Maybe Ishii was the Kyle Fletcher. That's very possible. That's very possible. <laughs> Ishii, always wanting to leave the G1, can't leave because of injury. I don't think he wants to. I think they want him to leave That's the G1. fair. That's fair. He does uh, keep saying yes. Be happy. Um, I put in there, I put evil and then you can put like Hanare and Shane Haste or Mikey Nichols. I think that's too many scrubs. Uh, well, I, I get, I put in, uh, someone that can win. Do we know if it's four blocks or two? I gave him Tanahashi. That's fair. I, I, I'm going to guess it's four. (laughs) Yeah. I was also going to guess four. Um, which that would be interesting. I mean, the four, how'd you like the four blocks? If it is the four blocks, do you are you excited oh, I hate to see it. that back? <laughs> <laughs> I hated the four blocks, but it's seven matches now for each instead of six, so a little bit better. <laughs> one more match is better than. <laughs> well, it could be one more good match. That's true. As long as they're short. What I like about I it, not, I'm telling the people now. I will not watch a single Chase or Owens or Toro Yano match. There's no shot in hell. I specifically want Chase Owens and Toriyano in the same block. That's what I want. Oh, I do too. Does does can we do the D block and it's Chase Owens, Toriyano, Mad Mikey Nichols? It's like all the scrubs. Uh, the D block was a banger last year. Yujiro Takahashi isn't in this, is he? Did I read no, Yujiro got screwed. <laughs> Yujiro got screwed over Chase Owens. Ugh. Would you rather have Yujiro than Chase Owens? Yeah. You know why? Because I remember that one match with Kota Ibushi, which was sick. <laughs> Chase Owens hasn't given me one match that was sick. And I can still <laughs> hang my hat on the Ibushi match. The Ibushi shock. <laughs> the Yujiro shock. Uh, but yeah, this is a good field, all things considered. I think I would love if one of the blocks is just like uh like 90s puro like so we have taichi we have eddie kingston, eddie kingston. we have kaito kiyomiya yeah. <laughs> like let's just that let's would just be lean the best it. block i would and love sonata. that i think it's not in there for muto sonata that would be i don't know if sonata would be in there because i don't think he would be in the same block as kaito uh but yeah uh, that that would be fun uh i've decided what block i kenta use. oh kenta and he's doing and he's doing modern kenta noah stuff Ooh, that'd be good yeah. Here's the block we do need. Let's do it. Let's do a Noah block. <laughs> we need the Shota Umino 
Renderita, Yoda Suji, and Kazuchika Okada block. <laughs> <laughs> so he bullies the children. <laughs> let's do let's do Okada and all of the first timers. Oh, and Kiyomiya. <laughs> let's do let's do so we can bully him again. <laughs> let's do because how do we do? Thirty two divided by four is what? Uh, uh, eight. Eight. So yeah, so let's do Okada, Kaito Kiyomiya, uh, Shane Hayes, Michael Ni- Mikey Nichols, Gabe Kidd, Alex Coughlin, Shota Umino, Ren Narita, and I need one more. Is there one no, that's more? It. That's it. I, th- I that's thought that was. Oh, that is eight. eight. Yeah. That's so let's. The, yeah. So we do Okada. Take and, <laughs> Yeah. Every yeah, other first timer, <laughs> except for we Eddie Kingston. Bully Suji. Yeah. No bullying Suji. Let's just do that. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, right. just fuck it. Well, anyway. that's the interesting thing. They're building a lot of stories right now that we also have to keep track of. Like, where's the Okada Kaito story going to end up in this? Mm-hmm. Where's the Okada Umino story going to end up in this? Yeah. Um, and then many other stories that, you know, we'll kind of get to through Dominion. But it, it w- it's exciting. It will be interesting. I we joke about I joke about, like, Okada versus all the first time. Excuse me. And that would be very interesting. Um, but I do honestly think this could be the spot where we get the Shota Okada singles match, the Kaito Okada singles match. Um, other matches, Eddie Kingston. Let's do. Let's just do Eddie Kingston. You know what I mean? So th- it could be. It, I just want Eddie Kingston versus everybody. Um, it, it that could be. This could be the spot. I mean, looking at this lineup, depending how the blocks shape out, I'm excited, man. This looks good. This looks good. I think it's for me. It's like I'm excited for half. Really? Why is that? All right, let's go through the people I don't care about. All right. <laughs> Kazuchika Okada. Whoa! Whoa! What the? Whoa! Hot takes <laughs> right off the rip. Uh, David Finley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. T- Tangalella. I think David Finley could be better coming out of the G1 climax. I think this guy nice. also needs it. That would be nice. Tangalella. No offense, Tangle. Hey, maybe Tangle looks different now. Guy hasn't wrestled in seven years, but maybe he's different now. Uh, Hikaleo. Mm-hmm. Notice he didn't say Tamatanga. To an extent. Yeah, I think Tamatanga is interesting he's, to me now. He's earned it. Um, this might be a hot take, but singles Hiroki Goto. Ooh, interesting. Uh, he's he's really... a he's a depends depends on the so that's person. four. Toriano. Current Kenta. Six. Uh, uh, Evil seven, Chase Owens eight, it's a whole Aaron block. Hanare, nine, Mikey Nichols ten. Right, so that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. ten. But that right, you I got can... a you got an entire uh, block there, and then some. Uh, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I can live with that. I can live with that. I'm excited. That being said, I am excited, and I think we should all be excited about this show. Yeah, I think it's a very excited tournament. tournament and uh, like I said, depending how the blocks shake out, I am very excited for it. Uh, moving on to the rest of the show. Obviously, like I said, there's a bunch of shows that we did not talk about uh, that all happened. So we're going to do some quick hits. Um, hit around the base a little bit. Starting off with the Best of Super Juniors Finals, which is ultimately just one match. And that match was Teton versus Master Watto. Scotty, what did you think of this encounter? I thought it was great. Well, though it hurts a little more talking about it now because we are not in the age of the Grandmaster. Uh, <laughs> that being said, Teton's awesome. Watto was awesome. It was it was the match that 
Watto needed. He needed this performance, not just the win, the performance. Uh, that goes with the match prior. Who did he face? Speedball? Speedball? Yes, he's spe- uh, Watto. He spe- uh, faced Speedball and Despy faced Tito. Right. Those were both. Those were. I thought before the semifinals, Watto had no like great performances and then i thought i finished the tournament very strong and i was happy that he got the win here and uh teton's your new uh dragon link real quickly i muted myself accident accident real quickly i'm looking i'm watching right now the wb raw sidecast would you like to know what is on twitch.tv for this wb raw sidecast scotty uh no but sure <laughs> so it is just a three-person screen of Meg uh, Megan, who I think is one of the, like the interview ladies, uh, that one dude from the bump and Drew Gulak, and you, they are just watching WWE Raw off screen. We are not watching it, so it is just a watch along of something that we cannot watch. They cannot. So you're telling me that they could not air Monday Night Raw onto Twitch? That is the result of that. That is a disappointment, and. N- if they can build a community on Twitch, then cool. But I'm not watching Twitch anymore. There we go. Anyways, uh, best of Super Junior Finals. Uh, yeah, I thought this was fantastic. I like the um, uh, 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 Teton Despy match a little bit more than this match, but this match was fantastic. Uh, I was hooting, hollering. I thought, uh, I thought Teton's performance was out of this freaking world. I thought this guy killed it. I thought he looked so good. Um, I thought Master Watto would looked really good. This was the best. I said it about, I think we said it about the speedball match. That was like the best Watto performance we've ever seen. This ultimately was the best Watto match I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, we're, we're throwing out, he's the grand master, yada, yada, yada. Um, ultimately didn't become that in, in championship title, but, and I don't think the dominion match was as good as this final. Um, but Watto, for me, uh, for a very long time, was a stinky sock sort of wrestler. If you know that reference, you get it. And I think I think the stink is off now. I think I think Master Watto has gotten a lot better. I think that he is not just a guy you hand wave. I do think, however, he might be a guy where it sort of depends on the person. I don't think Hiromu worked for me as much as it did for like Mike Bailey and Teton against Master Watto. Um, but that being said, I mean, that's world of improvements from where he was a year ago, where I'm just like, I do not want to see this guy on my screen whatsoever. He's gotten the confidence. He has figured out that sort of like, like he's almost like an enhanced young lion in terms of like, he, he, what he should be doing, the type of match he excels in is basically getting the shit kicked out of him and constantly overcoming that by all means. I'm a good underdog, great, great underdog. I'll say, and also perfectly built up with Teton over the, over the course of the, the semifinals and the Hiromu match. You know, we do the surprise win of beating Hiromu, uh, to win the block or win his block. Um, and you know, and then you know, does the 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 uh, uh, what's the Muto finisher? Muto lock. He does the Muto lock. Uh, then he, do- he gets that surprising win. Then he does the same finisher to tap out Despy. And then we get to hear that moment where he he goes for it and he goes for the Muto lock. 
and you lock it in. You're like, holy shit, he's about to win this. And Mwato just barely gets to the ropes. It's just a perfect, perfect build. I thought Titan was great in here. I thought this match was really great. Uh, and yeah, I I, I, I want to see more Titan. I mean, Wato, great. I saw more at Dominion. I want more Titan, baby. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get more Titan, but because he works for CMLL, first and foremost. But we'll get more than we've had of Teton. And yes. I think that's enough at this point. Uh, he's excellent. I thought Master Watto had his star-making performance, truthfully, uh, because how hot that crowd was. That crowd was incredible mm-hmm. at the Best of the Super Junior Final. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what where Watto goes. Excited to see what's next for Teton, because I do think he's their new Dragon Lee in a lot of ways, and that's why they used this tournament as they did to get him to that level. Impact Under Siege that took place uh, f- on May 26th. What were your sort of uh, overall thoughts and, and any sort of matches that you really enjoyed from this pay-per-view? The show was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I completely agree. Uh, I thought I thought the uh, subculture team was a lot better than I expected them to be after... Mm-hmm. Not seeing them for years, probably at this point. <laughs> sure. Um, I thought Trey Miguel and Chris Saban was good for what it was, but obviously they're telling a longer story, which I'm okay with. Um, the women's match, of course, Deanna and Jordan Grace had another good match. Not for me as good as the last one, but still good. And Steve Macklin's a badass. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> I've said previously on this show that. Steve Macklin just needed something to sort of get him over the hump and make him more like a, a official as a competitor. And, you know, the match itself wasn't like the most, uh, like most of the stuff that like, like I like, he's not like a work rate guy necessarily. Um, I think he's a good multi-man wrestler and through here, I think he's a good hardcore wrestler, but the stuff he did, what he was able to like, just, mutilate pco while being mutilated in the process and that lasting visual of him his hands are as scott demore puts the impact title around his waist and him just gushing buckets of blood in the middle of the ring is like that's the visual you hang your hat on that is a a star making picture right there uh the match itself i thought was really good and I just love the amount of punishment that PCO still can take. Like this almost feels like a perfect PCO swan song of a match. Um, But yeah, I thought just Steve Macklin, just it's something that he needed. I think he needed this. I think he still needs more, but I think this was something he needed. Yeah. I mean, they gave him the opponent. I was hoping they'd give him next. And I think that's the important part. Giving him Alex Shelley. I think Alex Shelley is the guy that give him the other side of the coin. In terms of in-ring, I think Alex Shelley is the perfect guy to wrestle from underneath against Alex Shelley because you have the story of him maybe finally becoming world champion in Impact for the first time ever uh, to go against Macklin, who's finally feeling like a heel. Yeah. Because to me, Macklin always felt like a guy that should just be a baby face, but they're making a heel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like MJF. Um, very different, but kind of the same scenario. And I thought this was a great way to get Macklin over. So uh shout out to PCO for going through what he did. This was a really good impact show. 
This was a really good impact show. And uh, I'll, I'll say it, I'll say it here. I think. Scotty, Scotty, here, step step over to the side for with me. Just do a quick sidebar, just quick sidebar. Just, just, do you mind? Yeah. Was was Double or Nothing the worst show of the weekend? <laughs> it might have been. It, I, feel, <laughs> I don't want to like. I've set the freakazoids. You know, you know how I'm a freakazoid and everything, but folks, folks, he just said no, Battleground no. was better. Than double or nothing, and he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, the two main event matches were fantastic, but yeah, if you cut out the two main event matches, it is unquestionably <laughs> yeah. the worst match of the weekend. It's not even up for debate yeah. at that point. Yeah, and 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 at the and at the very least, I don't think you know. I don't think with Impact, uh, Battleground had one great match. That Champions had some really good, really good matches. Like every other every other show, pretty much had like, I think like three and a quarter plus star matches. Their lows weren't as low. There were, yeah, that's my point. Is that the lows on like yeah. all these other shows? Just thinking about it in my head, weren't as low as Double or Nothing, and that had some lows. Uh, but anyway, they had they had two very high highs. Hmm. But oof. oof. Um, Stardom flashing champions. I will say this, Scotty. The one show I was not able to get to in the past in the past week. I'm I'm gonna watch it uh, probably tomorrow. Um, I oh. just have not gotten to it. But what the times should, are cooking? What should I watch? What should I watch from this show? Uh, last two matches. You like uncertainty? Yeah. You like nothing that? Oh my God, Rossi Ogawa, <laughs> you are going out of your mind lately, and I love every bit of it. Shout out to you, my guy. Uh, we have a double champion in Tam Nakano. Mina Shirakawa is no more. And I said on pretty much every podcast I was on going into her title win, she would have one successful title defense. I was right. Now, did I think she was losing Tam? No, not even a little. That being said, I respect it. I was more upset that Restart lost than I was that Mina lost. Because Restart felt fresh, felt new, but we're going on a different story. We're going on a different story with them, and that's fine. That's fine. But yeah, Rossi Gauss out of his mind. I very much respect it. We are, we are going chaos to the absolute max Yeah, these days. Queen's Quest is breaking at the seams. Uh, uh, we have a generational battle that Suzu Suzuki's leading of all people. She just walked into the company, but I love it. Uh yeah, we're we're going we're going crazy. And we have a double champion for the second time ever. So I'm I, I'm there excited. You go. I'm excited, baby. This is this is I think stardom has needed like a fresh coat of paint in a weird way. And like the chaos of everything feels great. You know, just this, it feels like like I love the generational battle. I'm really he's do Rossi's doing this is how I explain it. Rossi is doing what New Japan should have done when they started to get like when when everything started to feel the same a little bit. Sure. He's doing it before they got there. Yeah. Like before they fully got there, and it makes it that much more exciting. He had like that little short period before to start the year and he's like all right that's enough let's just throw let's, let's just throw shit at the fan see what happens yeah and it's fun 
it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I'm excited. Uh, I think Stardom's got an interesting summer ahead. We got the five star announced as well, right? We got the uh, yeah, they got the packed twenty person GP where there's like people missing. There's people (laughs) missing. The G1 has people I need to take out. This has people missing. (laughs) I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Tournaments. I love tournaments. Night of Champions took place in Saudi Arabia. And again, I don't like talking about Saudi Arabia events for WWE because that crowd was pretty good, though. The crowds are always good, but uh, uh, I don't like talking about it too much about Saudi Arabia just because, again, they are not a great country by moral and ethical standards. I like to make that clear every single time we do one of these reviews. That all being said, I thought the show was pretty good. Good WWE show. Yeah. It was a good WWE show. I thought the Seth Rollins AJ Styles match was really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Trish Stratus, I think, did a good job of being able to work at the level and age that she is. Um, Gunther Ali was fantastic. Oh, that was so good. Asuka Bianca Blair was a little bit of a disappointment. Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. Natalia was nothing. It was exactly what it should have been. Brock and Cody. <laughs> Interesting. A little bit of a disappointment. A little bit of disappointment, but like 100% they were doing something, you know? Yeah. Like something was happening and we're building to SummerSlam now with them. So it's an interesting one, to say the least. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't see Roman Reigns necessarily winning. But, you know, that was a, that was a fairly good... I, I think that was a fairly good Roman main event that I thought... Oh, I loved the main event because it was it was the spectacle. Yeah, we always say it's the spectacle. Mm-hmm. This is the one thing WWE does better than anyone else. They live to those moments. I thought the Usos turning was great. Um, I thought the way they sold that, and Sammy getting his moment finally, even if it wasn't necessarily the moment we all think he should have had. Yeah, it was a great moment, great way to close the show. Um, best AJ Styles has looked in years. Yeah. He came to play years mm-hmm. and it might be because of his opponent, but that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, I know people hate Seth Rollins, but it's true after a while that yeah. he gets the best out of a lot of people. Um, and yeah, uh, Gunther versus Mustafa Ali was fantastic. A great sub 10 minute match. Just exactly what it needed to be. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was perfectly well done. I, I'm loving Gunther's reign. Uh, I, I think he's just, he's just phenomenal. I, I, you know I'm a Walter Stan, but Gunther's been uh, nailing it. it. might be a Gunther Stan soon. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm part of the Gunther gang, baby. <laughs> uh, NXT, one more show? NXT Battleground uh, took place on Sunday the same day as Double or Nothing, and I thought the show was really, really good um, with one great match in here. Uh, I thought the triple threat for the next North American title was uh, good. Um, the Heritage Cup thing was, it was good, but it was just like overbooked NXT shit, overbooked NXT shit. And like, it was great wrestlers dealing with like wrestling in two and a half minute intervals, which is just like not enough to really do anything. And then you get overbooking at the end. So it's like, it was good, you know, good wrestlers. So ah, I don't yeah. know. I've seen the Heritage Cup deliver good matches. Dragon Lee's not a guy I would put in a Heritage Cup match because he should just be going, going, going. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> the non-stop, the, the stopping starting for Dragon Lee is not what I want to see. I don't, like, it works for the guy a heel. I died, by the way. It works for a heel bomb. and Noam Dar. Oh, that power right. bomb. I don't think it was supposed to be a power bomb, but I don't know what was supposed to happen there. They played to it, though. 
It worked. Well. It worked. Yeah, they know that he's know he knows what he's doing. Dragon Lee yeah. knows what he's doing. Dar's pretty good. It's a shame that the match wasn't good. Yeah, or match wasn't as good as it should have been. I thought Tiffany Stratton Lyre Valkyrie was good for what it was. I thought Hayes Breaker was good. Gal- the tag title match was good. The best match on the show by far: Ilya oh, Dragunov yeah. versus Dijak in the Last Man Standing match. This match fucking rocked my guy <laughs> this is my this oh my god this match ruled you know just you know they did do that wbism of like yelling at the other person and whatnot but he's yelling at him and then hitting him with kendo sticks and then like you saw his body and how like scarred and bruised it was immediately but then you look at yeah. his goddamn arm and on his wrist and his forearm are just these bulges that are caused yeah. by this candlestick. And it's just like, Jesus Christ, this man might have broken his arm. These dudes rule. <laughs> that, that's There's my analysis for this match. These dudes rule. Uh, they they had a, uh, a Gunther Dragunov match. <laughs> Dijak, I can't believe they may, they put this guy in a mask on the main roster and no. didn't do anything with him. He's tall. He's excellent. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you, what do you do to this guy? I'm happy he can still go out there and do this. He didn't, he didn't get ruined. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Dragonov's phenomenal. He's he is he is right. He he he's just a step below for me under Gunther as in terms of best in the in the company. Yeah, I think. He is, he is so good. You know what? He is so good. He's like, he is like the grandmaster to Master Watto's mastership. Does that make sense? Like, you know what I mean? Like the, his level of selling and underdogness is yeah. just next level. And that's yeah. why like p- matches against like someone like Dijak against someone like Gunther, um, that's why like those matches succeed is like him getting ultimate victory against these just behemoths is fantastic he is a he is their wb's next level underdog that being said i obviously do fear him being on the main roster at some point i don't know if it will work they've certainly dropped all the russian elements from him and that works um, but I fear that Vince McMahon will see this man and immediately make him heal and immediately do all that stuff when he is the best at being a babyface and being an underdog. So I have concerns about that, but um, you know, we'll see. Right now, I'm loving what Dijak is doing. I'm really loving what Ilya Dragunov is doing, and I just want to see more of Dragunov. That's what I walked away with. Yeah, I think what's the rumor, he might join Imperium on call-up, and while, while I instantly say, uh-oh, <laughs> I will say that does give the potential for the long-term turn baby face against Gunther. And he wins the IC title out of Gunther. I mean, yeah, I'm going to guess Gunther loses it way before that, because I don't think he's going to, I think they said call up by like a SummerSlam. Sure. Uh, but I wouldn't be upset if that were the plan. That would be a great plan. Cause Dragunov's that good. Dragunov is in a league of his own. And in terms of baby faces, I think not only WWE, but almost most of North America. Yeah. He's just exceptional. And 
yeah, everyone should watch this match. They didn't. I know you make, a lot of people look at NXT and be like, yep, not watching that. Uh, watch this. This is the best match on NXT since the black and gold era. Um, you know what I'm thinking about? Since probably Walter and Elliot <laughs> Dragunov. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking about in terms of like Dragunov joining the main roster and, you know, joining the blood, no, not bloodline, joining the uh, 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 thing. <laughs> It well, well I, I I I gave He's away the ending. pointed to the sky. Well, I'm giving away the ending here. Is just like this idea ones, of like I'm giving this a, giving away the ending of just like him being in like uh, Imperium and then maybe eventually winning the title off of Gunther and you know turning on all this stuff and being the underdog is exactly the Sami Zayn storyline. Yeah, except except done, winning, right? <laughs> except winning yeah. the title. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Ah, WWE. <laughs> they tell stories. Sometimes we just praise them twice. It, I'm not going to dog them yet, but that seems like that's a good WWE pathway for them to go on. And if it's, they do that, that's the same exact story. And people are going to say it's they tell stories. It's just they tell I watched the this story. show and I said, I still am happy I go. But <laughs> it would have maybe been better than watching Double or Nothing. Yeah, it was certainly a really good show and a big win for WB this weekend. And uh, yeah, very, very good show. Let's the get... WWE's doing really well business-wise yeah. right now. They're firing on all cylinders. They freaking sold out a house show. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> it was like today or something? Well, not today. Today would... Today's Monday. <laughs> I think they do... Oh, yeah, I guess they're not doing it today. And it's 826. <laughs> 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 Look, man, I went to Twitch to watch Raw and nothing was there. Yeah, true. I think it was yesterday, actually. They should have done what uh, Impact does. Or I don't know if they still do it with uh, Melissa Santos, where they like, oh, yeah. they oh, yeah. air Raw on Twitch. And then who's there, the Melissa Santos? <laughs> Drew Gulak, apparently. Uh, they got all the people in the bump. They can get one of them on there. Or, you know, they just do a panel of like three people like they're doing, but that's just doing the commercial breaks. It's not. I wa- I remember watching it in fact with the Melissa Santos era on Me too. Twitch. Me too. Anyways, Dominion took place on Sunday. Um, this show it weirdly got like a weird mixed reaction almost uh, on Twitter. Uh, but I yeah. think for all like the New Japan fans, this was a really good show. It's a great show. And then like a lot of other people was like, I don't know about this show. So I, that it was weird reaction, but. Let's go through this so show. We'll give you the right reaction. Exactly, Rice. Uh, IWGP US Heavyweight Title Number One Contendership Match: Will Osprey defeats Lance Archer. What do you think about this eight-minute match? Love the sprint. Love the sprint. Big fan of the sprint. We don't do the sprint enough these days. No. Uh, this was like a step or two below Gunther and Mustafa Ali. Never thought I'd say that. Um, in, in at Night of Champions, but it was still really good. Um, love Lance Archer in New Japan. I think he's so fresh here every time he's here. Um, and Will Ospreay's Will Ospreay. So, yeah, I, I, you know, Will Ospreay is looking better here than the Tanahashi match, which is good. He got a little bit more time to heal. Um, so he's looking a little bit better here. Um, Lance Archer looks good. I like the mask that he came out to. I like that a lot. Uh, yeah, no, like very, very good sprint. And I, people that are upset about it, I mean, I get like maybe you wanted a longer match, but. It's not about this. It's this is the stepping stone to Omega Osprey two at Forbidden Door. That All is people want is longer matches, and I'm kind of sick of it. You know what? I'm also I, I was gonna bring this up 
during the Sonata Yoda Suji match. And I'll bring it up here. Do you feel like New Japan is might be entering a short match phase? A sh- at least a at least we're getting. Oh, I should say this instead of short match phase, getting out of the epic match phase. I wouldn't say they're going to get out sure. of it. I think it's still going to be a New Japan staple, but I think they are getting out of the forty minute plus match phase yeah. for a while because i think one they have big cards because they got a lot of talent right now mm-hmm. since you know so they don't have to just focus on the main events like they were during the pandemic um and i think it's kind of based off of the competitor like i think i don't think yoda suji could have done a 35 minute match and we've talked about sonata I don't want to see a 35 right. plus. This is probably <laughs> Sonata thing, truthfully. He, yeah. he doesn't like doing them. He's not good at them. <laughs> he, he, I wonder why he doesn't like them. <laughs> he's he's a lot better at the 25 and under match. Because 25 and under, it's those extra five minutes that really kill you in a Sonata match. And you're like, all right, can we just can we just get to the wrestling, please? Yeah. And he just gets to the wrestling now. And it's a lot of fun. Uh yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're a little bit out of the epic. Uh, there will be epic still. Um, I think it just depends on the scenario. And right now we are in the scenario where Sonata is better not doing that. I mean, Hiromu and Kanemaru is what thirty something minutes. Yeah, that was like the longest match of the past couple of months, and that was great. I love that match. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this was a very good opener. Eight-man tag team match. Los Ingolambles de Hopon, Bushi Shingo, and Naito and Titan defeat Doki, Taichi, Takamichinoku, and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. I thought that was a completely fine tag. That's it. Moving on. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Title Match. Francisco Bakira and TJP versus Kevin Knight and Kashida. Catch-22 win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. And then following the match, Clark Connors comes out in his Bullet Club garb. He says he's going to challenge Catch-22 with his partner. He looks to the back, and instead, Dan Maloney turns on Catch-22, takes him out, and officially leaves United Empire and joins Bullet Club. Dan Maloney stinks. Uh, The match is fine. I just... I feel like you should have just kept the rain going for Akira and TJP, truthfully, but whatever. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that thought. I feel like this. I like this match. I thought it was really good. Uh, I thought good fast paced match. It was a good fast paced match. I thought Kashida looked good. I thought Kevin looked Knight looked really good. I think him being in the uh, Super Junior, albeit he wasn't necessarily like the best out there, I think he definitely gave him a lot more confidence. Um, especially in this crowd setting. Uh, so that's good for him. And I get that. I, I get like wanting to just keep the rain going. But at the same time, like it's the junior tag titles. Like I'm totally okay if that's flopping all over yeah. the place as long as it makes I'm sense. Because like they have as, a record rain going. As long as it makes sense, Noah. <laughs> and we don't talk about the junior division. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying. Any other thoughts on this match? No thoughts on the match, but, uh... Any thoughts Drilla. On... Uh-huh. <laughs> Drilla. Drilla Killa joining Bullet Club? That means he's gonna be around more. That is true. 
That's true. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Don't like the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's very boring. Great finisher. That's it. I do like his vibes for uh, Bullet Club. I think of, of uh, the four new people, maybe not four new people, but the four people with David Finley at the end there. I like his vibes for Bullet Club. There's something about it. He's That's... easily the worst of them for my money. That's fair. Well, no, maybe not. No, that's including David Finley too. I, I, it's. I'm frustrated because you're basing that off his Super Juniors, which was bad when he's had. That's all matches. I need to base it off. Of. He, we, we sing the song of "If you have a tournament, you're gonna be better." And this guy stunk it up. <laughs> fair enough. Uh, New Japan World TV title match. Zack Sabre Jr. defeats Jeff Cobb. Obviously, the match previously was a draw, a time limit draw. And here, they went for more of a sprint and finished this match in 8 minutes and 46 seconds. Didn't go to the buzzer, and it was beautiful. (laughs) It was beautiful. I had a lot of fun with it. It was good. Another good sprint. We had three sprints in the first four matches. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. This match was, I thought, was pretty good. Excuse me. Pretty good. Um, I like I like Jeff Cobb's technical wrestling a lot. Like, there's just yeah. something about seeing this man scrap about. You know what I mean? He was a, he was an Olympic wrestler. That's true. <laughs> that is true. And that is fair. Uh, yeah, I thought this match was pretty good. I don't really have like huge takes on this match that I can think of. But uh, no, it was a good match. That is what it was. It was a good wrestling match. Yeah. Um, I, I like Zack Sabre Jr.'s world TV title holder. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, he's going to get swallowed by the king of television. That's fair. Do you think Samoa Joe, if they ever do that match, do you think Samoa Joe wins it? Or do you think there's... What do you mean if they it? ever do that match? It's clearly happening at Forbidden Door. Fair enough. Do you think they do it <laughs> title for title? And do you think Samoa Joe wins it? Or do you think they're going to put both titles on Zack Sabre Jr.? I think they put both titles on Zacky. I think you're right as well. To get Samoa Joe away from Ring Honor. <laughs> That's true. They can put him, and so they can put him on Collision. That might be his yeah. name's being called. That's true. Collision. That is true. Um, IWGP tag team title holders. Uh, well, no, IWGP vacant titles uh, on the line, along with the New Japan Strong Openweight Tag Team titles, and a three-way here. Uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi end up winning the match against Evil Yujiro Takahashi. And Aaron Aaron Hanari and Great Okan. What do you think about this match? Great energy to the match. Good chaos. Good chaos. Chaos won. So there you go. Um, <laughs> chaos always wins in New Japan. This this is why House of Torture exists. Yeah, this type of match because you get the big baby face win in the end. It's like yay, it was worth it. Any um, any like nonstop chaotic multi man nonsense that house of torture in that is prime house of torture where they ultimately lose i should also say yeah. like or or mark davis versus evil they them oh okay you want a hot take you want a hot take remember guy? evil versus tamatanga <laughs> i love that match you want ready ready for a hot take scotty give me a hot take evil house of torture yada 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 six man against i know you're all thinking house of black no bcc give me a chaotic ass six man where we're just flying all over the ring like the lucha brothers match 
but uh, more chaotic in the sense of uh, shenanigans happening all over the place. Yeah, and you have Wheeler Yuda and uh, Dick Togo training back and forth. On <laughs> I want I want Dick Togo flying off the ring through that table. And that actually, weird... no, put Wheeler Yuda in the match. Have it be Danielson and Dick Togo. I think that would be ten times funnier. Yeah, fuck the <laughs> Danielson Okada match, dude. Danielson and Dick Togo. No, 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 not at not at Forbidden Door. <laughs> but I think I think House of Torture versus BCC will actually be a great match. It would be beast. It would be really good. And I stand by that claim. Anyways, yeah, this match was really good. Uh, I love the picture of show low blowing Great Okan so hard that his eyes bulge out. His eyes almost pop Evil, out of his head. Evil's going to be world champion again. Really? You but it's going to be when he's a baby face. You, th- you think Evil's going to turn baby face? When do you think that's happening? I don't know. Someday. <laughs> I'm just saying. When it happens. If Thomas he's Tonga, so... If Tom and Tom can go babyface, then Evil can go babyface. Evil's so popular in Japan. Mm-hmm. Like, unbe- they are unbelievably popular. That when he turns babyface, whether it's to, like, I don't know, save Sonata or something. Yeah. For instance, I'm just thinking of what would be a reason he turned babyface. Mm-hmm. Um, the crowd's going to absolutely lose their minds. And I think they should do that someday. Uh, but not right now, because I think with the crowds back, they're actually still kind of not. They're still kind of they are still working. Yeah, um, because it is like a fresh feeling. Uh, but I pair them up. I, I want evil to just have one really good G1 match. One. Yeah. Just give me one. Yeah. Let let him wrestle one match. Well, like, that's the thing is that I don't think evil's really that good in a singles match situation other than against Talmatonga of course like I don't as I thought he used to be good I think he was fine he had a good match with uh, Okada once upon yeah. a time with uh, was the title on the line or was yeah. it in G1 yeah but that was like 2017 or something okay so and that's like... when he was just beat that was, was a, when he was a normal wrestler that was five years ago at this point the man he's been a heel for seven how old is this man 36 man in the he prime feels... of his career i know he's a heel let let the guy cook one more time all right, all right. that match with Hiromu was fun too when Hiromu beat him yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah yeah the the new japan cup coming out of the pandemic yeah. not coming out yeah. of <laughs> super in the pandemic um never open weight title match david finley versus el fantasmo i'll just Thought say it was the worst match on the show I'll just say, what? How do you feel about my uh, David Finley take of? I don't think he's that good. I don't think he works well as a heel. He's like Jay White, way light. It's just I don't even think he's like Jay White. I think he's just a fraud. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> he's not like Jay White because Jay White, like his, he had good matches. You would think there would be like more than maybe one New Japan Cup match that was good. Yeah, they get worse. As the savages come out to play, David Finley gets stinkier and stinkier. His Bullet Club savages, minus Dan Maloney, mm-hmm. are pretty good. Yeah, I like Alex Cog. I don't. I don't really know how I feel about Alex Coglin in Bullet Club yet, but I like Alex Coglin having a thing. Oh yeah, I should say as Alex Coglin came out of the and. Uh... Gabriel Kidd came out of the tag titles and they're in Bullet Club too. I don't like Alex Coglin in Bullet Club. He sticks out like such a th- sore thumb. 
in that crowd. He'll be the big baby face that comes out of it. I yeah, I think so. I think he works better as a baby face, like a Ishii type baby face kind of guy than a heel. Yeah. He doesn't have the charisma that Bullet Club requires. And I mean, not none of them do. <laughs> I think I think Clark Connors has a little bit of a charisma. Clark Connors looked hot. You're right, but again, he had a tournament to figure out his gimmick. Yeah, no one well, else I mean, does. But, but they they have the G one. That's true. All three, three of them do. Damn, only stinks. Okay, let's just accept this. He ain't redeeming himself. Done. In the bin you go. Wow. Welcome to Dick Togo country, buddy. Wow, I think that's way too harsh to give him. You're right. Dick Togo's so much better. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) let's move on. Uh, El Phantasmo's a good baby face. I think he'll get better as with the G1. Yeah, I think this match kind of stunk. One was just it was a little bit too long. It's 19 minutes. A little bit too long. Um, but I think Elfin longer than the main event. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by <laughs> two whole minutes. Um, I think Elfin Tasmus figuring himself out as a babyface. I think he did good stuff. I could totally see him as like he was like a young Omega Osprey sort of thing, where it's like he is not at the he is not at the Omega Osprey level that they are are at, but they are at like Osprey just coming into New Japan, Omega Bullet Club singles sort of wrestler. Like he is. They're a, he's an established person, but he is still figuring himself out. And I think he has uh, the sky's the limit still for El Fantasmo. That all being said, David Finley, again, someone that is trying to figure out their babyface gimmick. David Finley, I don't think, has still figured out his heel gimmick. I don't think he works. Uh, I don't think this works for him. Uh, so it just it was a, a bad match made in hell. I don't think El Fantasmo has that potential. Uh, I think he's gonna be like his his max is like Osprey in the junior division. I mean that's but as a heavyweight, which I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Maybe that's not in ring wise. I don't think he touches that. Sure. I don't think I'm gonna see an El Phantasmo five star match anytime soon. Um. Sure. Yeah, David Finley. Oh, oh, buddy, 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 buddy. Uh, he. Uh, yeah. He's getting worse and worse and worse for me. He and the problem is, and this is how you know it's getting worse. He's had two people to work off of that mm-hmm. the fans love in Tamatonga and El Fantasmo, and the matches just have no energy. Yeah. They're just flat. Yeah. I again I say it every time in terms of like I think tournaments are good at people figure out their gimmicks. I'm really interested to see a post G1 climax David Finley. Very interested to see because if if, if we're he if, works better as a baby, I agree. I think he works way better as a baby face, but I also think that I want to see what he looks like post G one climax. And if he still doesn't work, we're we have to abandon the ship. We have to abandon the ship. It's not working. Bullet Club, they're not gonna is but, yeah. dead. <laughs> Bullet Club, Bullet is Club dead. has been dead. I know. <laughs> That's why we're on the bang, bang, gang, baby. That's the only Bullet Club that is good. And mind you, Bullet Club Gold is the two people that were just the better versions of David Finn. Ooh, yeah. Juice Robinson was the reason they had any juice in that tag team. And Jay White was a much better than David Finn. As much as Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton want to try to convince me otherwise. Hey, you guys do great work. I respect you. You can come on the show anytime. 
but you're not going to get me. You're not going to get me. Mm-hmm. Especially over Jay White. IWGB Junior Heavyweight Title Match, Hiromu Takahashi versus Master Wato. We kind of touched on this, but what did you think overall of this match? That was good. Not great. Yeah. It wasn't as good following the Teton match and following the Speedball match. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> we don't have a lot to say about that one. I just, I, I, I've decided they're going for the Hiromu long reign for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. He's going to Dragon Gate to face Yamato. That is, that's pretty beast. That's pretty cool. That's, that's cool. something new for Hiromu. Mm-hmm. We like new things for Hiromu. Yeah. Uh, we don't, we don't get that all that much. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um. Hopefully he can, you know, find some spots maybe to keep himself busy while the G1 happens because this is probably his last defense for a long time in a New Japan ring. So let's hope. Yeah, because we've got the G1 Climax July to August, and then it will be the Junior Tag League, and then it'll be Tag League. He's probably not winning it. He's probably not doing anything until Wrestle Kingdom. Power struggle. Power struggle. Power struggle. Yeah, that's true. And maybe a finals. And maybe maybe a crossover. Maybe a tag league. Maybe a tag league finals. Maybe. Him and Teton? No, I was thinking him and Teton is probably what's going to happen. But I was thinking um, like uh, heavyweight tag league finals. And they do like like him versus, oh, he got pinned in the junior tag league or whatever. You know, versus. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Anyways, uh, never open weight six main tag team title match. Chaos, Kazuchika Okada, Tomohiro Ishii, and the team member of Hiroshi Tanahashi were able to defeat Shota Umino, John Moxley, and Claudio Casagnoli. What did you think of this match? Unquestionably, my match of the night. Yeah, I didn't really think good. anything came close to this. Came close? Wow. I didn't think the main event came close to this. Yoda Suji doing a lot of cool moves. Didn't come close to this. Yeah, sure. This was everything these six should be doing. To the very end. John Moxley in New Japan just, it hits something else. It hits another level. Him and Ishii, oh baby, they just, the moment they lock eyes on each other, they go to another level. Hiroshi Tanahashi, he was like the least important player in this match, which is really weird because I just said it's Hiroshi Tanahashi. But hey, it doesn't matter. He did his spots great. We got to see him and 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 Claudio a little bit. We got to see Claudio and everyone a little bit, and that's really what mattered. I watched this, I was like, this is the Claudio I've been looking for since he left WWE. I want all of this. I want him clubbing the shit out of people and forearming people. To hell, he's had great matches. He's been a great wrestler. Well, this can be that next level. Claudio Castagnoli, uh, Kazuchika Okada, and Shota Umino. I mean, guys, they found their thing. I know, I know, I know. Yoda Suji's the big hot ticket. He's making jeans blast and stuff like that. Whatever you said, that's fine. That's fine. But they are doing something very specific with Mister Umino here. They have paired him. With the ace of the damn company for a reason. They're doing the Kaito Kiyomiya story with this guy. But in their own company, so there will be a real payoff 
no there's going to be a real payoff to Kaito too. Clearly, the guys in the G1. That being said, it's working really well. Shota had a swagger to him. Shota wrestling more that rugged style of Blackpool Combat Club fit him very well, I thought. Yeah. And I was like, he, he he's very he's comfortable mm-hmm. with these two. I don't even know how many times he's talked to Claudio Castagnoli, but he felt comfortable yeah. with them. This should have been the semi-main event. I know it wasn't supposed to be, mm-hmm. but I'm happy it was because oh, that Hiromu Master Wata match would have suffered even more. Yeah. If this went before. Um, and Kazushiko Okada, I mean, what what can I say about this guy that's not been said already? Holy Okada is the best thing that he's done in years. And then I'm talking about the guy that's been one of the best in the world for years. But this is a different case. Him slapping Shota's head. I watched that video like 10 times. It's the funniest thing. I don't know. I just someone clipped in and I keep watching it. I'm like, this is the funniest thing ever. Uh, this this was great. Everything was supposed to be in more. If I'm not mistaken, currently Okada is your match uh, wrestler of the year. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, he is. Shout out to Kazuchka. I, I was worried after he lost the title that he wouldn't be. Yeah, same. But he is He's doing good. Do you think? Tanahata, you know, we keep talking about Naito and Shota Umino, and we haven't really think about it, but I think, you know, I think these never open weight tag team titles, you know, if they all had a baby, I think that baby would have been Shota Umino. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that I think that's where you you boil all, <laughs> you boil down Ishii, Okada, and Tanahashi, and you get Shota Umino. That's a good recipe. That's a good recipe. That's a pretty Long good term, recipe. that's a that's a spicy meatball. Yeah, get get the Naito shit out of here. It's those three guys yeah. are are what are what Shota Umino should be. He's lost a lot of the Naito stuff as he should outside of outside of like the hair, I guess. Yeah, but that that <laughs> feels is like that that's feels just more, his hair. Yeah, that feels more. <laughs> and almost then, it almost sometimes feels more Tanahashi like, than anything. Ever since that Naito match, he's went away from that style, mm-hmm. and it's been perfect. It's been everything I want Shooter to be, and oh. I think you're right. I think you're right. There was not a lot. He, besides doing the Moxie walk, walk, which was very funny, mm-hmm. he did feel more like a New Japan wrestler, but with that Blackpool Combat Club attitude. Yeah. And I think that's his best recipe moving forward. I agree. Main event, IWGP. Uh, did you like Claudio? Yeah, I like Claudio. I would want to see more Claudio in New Japan. I don't know how I'd like we do to see that. Claudio maybe not fresh off the plane. <laughs> Especially, yeah, I agree. I mean, that Claudio is just a machine, so it's just, yeah. you know, that's that's what it is. He built like a machine. He, I, in this match, I was like, is this the most jacked he's ever been? He's <laughs> huge. I think just the lighting's different. Like, it just, he feels huge. Yeah. He's taller than yeah. every, every single person under the sun. I would like. You don't to... realize how tall he is when he wrestles. When he wrestled in WWE, but now he's like a giant. It will, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but like, let's do Claudio and someone else in tag league. You know what I mean? That you no, know, now knowing mm-hmm. that he's not in the G1 climax or anything, can we do like Claudio and send Utes with them? Well, it's heavyweights, and Utes a junior, so they're not going to. I do don't that. care. We can lie. Zack Saber Junior has been a heavyweight for a decade. I know, I know, but you know how New Japan is. Um, I don't know, yeah, I mean, you, you, Mox, you send Moxley over? I don't know. Put him, put him a shooter. 
Put him shooter. Why not? That's interesting. That's an interesting dynamic. Well, shooter by default is part of the group. I agree. Uh, main event, IWGP. No, 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 no. You skipped the best part of the show. You go ahead. Oh, my apologies, sir. My apologies, sir. <laughs> Following the match. The real gene blaster of the show. <laughs> oh god. And and that's and that gene as a J-E-A-N. That is that he is a gene blaster. No, because that's denim. And does he what he doesn't wear denim, does he? Is that a vegan thing? I don't know. Anyways, um uh, we get a video package. A man's walking through the desert. A man's talking about how good of a wrestler Okada is, and knowing that Okada wants to wrestle him, well guess what? I will wrestle you. And I'll beat your ass. Because when you wrestle me, I'm the litmus test. And when you wrestle me, I am a freaking desert. Because it's not going to rain over here. Because I am Brian Danielson. Okada accepts the challenge and says the Forbidden Door shall be open. So it looks like at Forbidden Door 2, it will be Kazuchika Okada versus Brian Danielson. I know that Kenny and Osprey 2 is going to main event. But how? Yeah. <laughs> This is, listen, listen, listen. We're getting the biggest women's and men's dream matches in like a three-month span. <laughs> like, things that weren't dreamable. Yeah. Five years ago, we have now, we will now get both of them. Do, do people people ask, why is Brian Danielson not wrestling? Because he wants to be healthy for this. Tony Khan is wrapping him in bubble wrap specifically for this match. Yeah. Did you watch what, uh, the, uh, what, what the hell was the match? Anarchy in the arena. Do you realize who was the most non-useful match? Who didn't bleed a speck? Who was just like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. All right. I'm disappearing for a while. Yep. Brian Danielson. And it's because we're not missing out on Brian Danielson and Kazuchika Okada. No, 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 no. That's the dream match. When he walked out, that was the match. Everyone was like, oh, we want him in the G1. We want him in the G1. Because they didn't think they could get this match any other way. Yeah. We got it. We're getting it. Forbidden Door is going to... Listen, last year's Forbidden Door was great. This Forbidden Door is blowing the doors off that last one. It's not even a question. I don't even care what else is on this show. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this match, man. <laughs> you have no idea. This match should <sighs> rule. Forbidden Doors going to freaking rule. Omega Osprey 2. Danielson Okada. BCC versus HOT. <laughs> Saber Jr. versus Joseph. <laughs> Samoan Joseph. I mean, I mean, Samoa Joe Zack Sabre Jr., that's good. I'll sign me up for that. 15 minutes or less? Huh? What else? It, it wouldn't even have anything for the Young Bucks. Not yet. And Let's Adam get Page. Darby staying and Shingo back in the ring together right now. <laughs> Dude's attitude. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's my team right like we don't, you know, We legitimately, I mean, if anything, it might be like a six-man of uh, <gasps> Hangman and the Young Bucks versus somebody. Put them against the Blackpool Combat Club and Shota. Uh, who? Uh, Blackpool Combat Club and Shota versus Sting, Darby, and the, the bad dude. Yeah, the, the bad dude with attitude. attitude. <laughs> That's a match. 
I don't know. H-O-T is right there, my guy. Uh, <laughs> um, what do you, who do you put the Young Bucks against? Do you just do a tag title match? Because isn't that what they wanted to do last year? Was the Young Bucks in a tag title match? Uh, I don't know. I feel like that's what they wanted to do last year. Uh, I'm, trying to recall. I'm trying to recall. But, you know, if not, then... Uh, Bishamon versus the Young Bucks. We already did that on Rampage. Put uh, them against uh, Desperado and someone. Put them against Great Khan. And if you say Aaron Hanara, I will punch you. I was going to say Jeff Cobb. <laughs> okay, that's better. <laughs> Put them against Toriano and Chase Owens. All right. Main event. IWGP World Heavyweight Title Match. Sonata defeats Yoda Suji. It was not quite Yoda Suji's time here at Dominion, um, but I thought he did really well in this match. We showcase a lot of cool moves. Uh, this man's working uh, his raid off, and uh, and I like the storytelling of the match. Of uh, he's mm. constantly destroying Sonata, but because of that early, because of the spear Sonata took month ago or whatever and the spear he took early in the match so not a constantly dodged that spear uh and had a really well out well good match and it made yoda suji that style of match and telling that short style of match is it allowed yoda suji to look dominant to show off all of his moves and look really good um yeah. while sonata walking away looking smart and looking like he was able to uh figure out yoda suji and one-up him uh, on that spear. So I uh, think achieved all things correctly and made both guys look good in def- in defeat and in win. Yeah, he dodged the only move he knew that Yoda Suji had. Mm-hmm. And he dodged it and he dodged it after the first one. Oh, he yeah. got hit with it early. But that was but... a nice little reminder about the, the Yeah. Match. Yeah. Um I thought they did really well. Um I'm actually happy. I know a lot of people were upset. And you know, I was I was upset cuz I expected the generational switch in terms of both Wato and Suji winning. And I, it was interesting because I saw a lot of people being like, if that match didn't tell you, you Yoda Suji's the guy. I don't know what will. And I was like, okay. He did a lot of cool moves. I understand that. But I'm going to need to see him do the, the, the whole match aspect. This was a lot of, this was the introduction to Yoda Suji, as it should have been. Yeah. But there's still, I think, layers that I'm grateful the G1 are going to give him. Mm-hmm. So by the end of that, he's going to be a finished product, hopefully, or close to a finished product. Yeah. And then I can really see who y- Yoda Suji is. The fact that they have him, Shooter, and Yuya, and Narita, but Narita's obviously, we know what his standing is. But him and Shooter as their like, next big main event guys. I mean, how could you not be happy as a company? Yoda Suji is so fascinating to watch because it's like this guy wanted to go to Lucha, go to CMLL for so bad. He did that, got the Rev Pro stuff in him as well. And Ooh. like, you also think about like, <laughs> and I, don't, I, I wonder often about like w- how much like influence maybe the young the young lions experience while they're watching the matches like what they learn yeah. from those stuff and you think to yourself like 
I'm looking at Yoda Suji. I'm like, man, this guy was a young line during like peak Kenny Omega in New Japan days. And there's like a sequence where he does like a super kick into like a, a running like high knee sort of jumping knee. Yeah. And I was just like, I wonder in the tassels. It doesn't help. The tassels help. And I was just like, I wonder if this guy's like a fan of <laughs> the elite and just doing a bunch of elite work rate nonsense. Cause he was at the time, like during like peak new Japan, like almost like 2018, 2019, maybe not peak, but you know, certainly like peak a lot of the wrestlers. And I, I wonder how much he took in because he's really good. He's got a lot of moves and he hits them all really well. I think he can get even better. I think maybe there were some nerves, but I think you, once that confidence sets in, this guy is going to be next level. I think he's going to – I truthfully think he's going to need to bring out the never open weight side of him to complete himself. Sure. Uh, because obviously he's a big dude, and I think he needs to use that more because that's how he's going to bridge his matches from big move to big move. Because you, you don't want to do – you can't do the spear than the than the – Big dive every time. You just yeah. can't do that. Sure. Uh, you're going to build to that spear. So I think you're going to need more of that because he can't. I don't think he has like every big high flying move in the arsenal. Mm-hmm. And that's like the one thing I think once he adds that, he'll be golden. Yeah. Like it's it's very clear him and Shoda are just going to feud forever and they're going to love every second of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why you wouldn't. You should love that. I think Suji's going to be an absolute beast. And the fact that they put him in LIJ is huge. Yeah. I, I said that when Yoda Suji debuted, is that like, sorry, Naito. This is, he is the new, he is going to be the new leader of LIJ very quickly, very soon, I think. I mean, yeah. I think the running favorite for like the G1 Climax might be like Naito just because of the yeah. whole Sonata feud and going to Wrestle Kingdom. But even then, I'm looking at that, and I don't see Naito winning. I, I honestly, like, I think the peak of Naito is winning in winning Wrestle Kingdom in, what was that, 2020. I think that's that's the moment. We're never going to get that roll call. I know that Naito LIJ fans want it. I never think we're, I never thought we were going to get that. I And I think this idea of, like, oh, he's going to win the G1 Climax and beat the title off Sonata, I honestly don't think so. I think I think we are in the tail end, the twilight days of Naito's career, and seeing Sonata break away and doing what he's doing, seeing um, Teton excel, seeing Yoda Suji come in and just swing that big dick energy around, like, like this is this this is the end for Naito, and this is the dawn of a new age in Yoda Suji. Get get gene blasted, baby. I will actually be shocked if Naito doesn't win. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, looking at who Sonata faces, no one makes sense other than Naito. Sure. Story-wise, it makes um, sense. I, I'm not going to deny that story-wise makes sense for Naito to win. To me, if Yoda won, which he didn't, uh, the the ballsiest move was to do Yoda and Shooter. Yeah, that's, yeah, that would be super ballsy. But I, it would have been, to me, the, okay, this is where we're at now. Yeah. Um, Actually, the only other person that makes sense. There's one more person that makes sense that I don't think anyone's talking about. Takamichi? No, that, you're right. 
I completely agree. No, that is huh? Will Osprey. Ooh, why is that? Osprey and Sonata have their history. They didn't get to play to it in the New Japan Cup like they were supposed to. That was going to be the next chapter, right? He he was able to avenge that loss when he got his eye knocked out pretty much um, last year, which pretty much set him on his woes. He didn't get to avenge that loss. So I think that is the only other guy that right now makes sense to me. Osprey is still Osprey, um, but you don't do that, I think, unless he's winning or or planning to resign. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't give the G one in a Wrestle Kingdom main event to a guy that wasn't. Oh wait a minute, they just did that. Except they gave him the world title and the main event. So I don't point, think then. signing matters to Gato. <laughs> right, Aussie Open. Yeah. That's uh well, the the tag titles is a different thing. I think. I think they that's... still should have signed. Them. <laughs> oh, completely, completely agree. But I think after like you know, I I don't think they necessarily do that for the world title. Um, but that I mean, being said, I think you're completely right that like unless Will Osprey is re-signing and they know they have like an agreement that he's re-signing, he's not going to win the G1 climax. He's you know he's gonna he if anything. I mean, if anything, he might lose to Omega again if they do that match and run it back at Wrestle Kingdom or something as yeah. like three I mean, or four. We say this, right? But Omega and G1 World Champion is different. Well, we watch Omega go into Wrestle Kingdom as World Champion and leave. We watch Jay White go into Wrestle Kingdom and leave. And if Sonata beats Osprey, that's him getting the revenge and almost finishing that story. And then Osprey leaves. That's a good point. That's a good point. But he doesn't want to live in America, Scotty. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> The Brinks trucks rolls up into his driveway. Pack doesn't. Pack <laughs> <laughs> has decided never to live here. And look at him. That's a good point. That's a great point. Um, all you got to do is make the flight. That's fine. Anyways. Uh, yeah, I thought the show was uh, pretty good. Uh, and I'm excited for this upcoming Friday, which is going to be New Japan, Noah, and All Japan all together again. Uh, big time super show. A lot of different matches here, a lot of multi-mans here, so we'll just sort of uh, roll right into what they are. I'll never review it, but, you know. We'll, we're not, Probably, if anything, we'll do a quick thought like we did at the very beginning about the show. I mean, like I said, a lot of this is multi-mans. I don't, there's not a single it's singles all, match. There's one singles match. And... Yeah. Ultimately, I think the most interesting thing is going to be the main event. Other, th- other than that, it's going to be a lot of multi-mans, but we'll see. Um... Kickoff match is going to be, in a way, Black Mansa Ray, Yo, Ruski Taguchi versus Super Crazy Alejandro, Sekiyoshi Yoka, and Atsuji Kotoge. All right. Nice little junior's bout. How the fuck did Super Crazy get on the show? <laughs> great question. That's a great question. Well, it looks like, well, if Super Crazy got on the show because uh, Noah fired all their young lions. Um, anyway. <laughs> that listen to, our, listen to our podcast next week with Justin Nipper. Yeah, yeah. Well. Overseas PR for Progressing Noah. To be fair, though, to be clear, we did not ask that question. Just to everyone else, we did not ask that question because as soon as he got off the air, like 30 minutes later, that news broke. (laughs) And I I texted you like, God damn it. (laughs) I cannot believe it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, is what it is. But 
that uh, stinks. Uh, anyways, first match of the show, Yoshihashi, Hiroki, Goto, Tomohiro, Ishii versus Yoshiki and Norm, uh, uh, Inamura, Daki Inaba, and Masakita Mia. Uh, this match is beast. Yeah, I mean, this is beef. This is beef all, all over the place. This is beefst. This is this is the beef gauntlet that I want to see. <laughs> this is this is what I want to see, baby. Kiyomiya and Ishii, I want to see them all the time. I want to see them all the time in the ring. Great stuff. Uh, Fujita and Zack Sabre Jr. teaming up against Chris Ridgway and Sean Legacy. All right. Uh, singles match, Shota Umino versus Yoshitatsu. Why did they do to my boy? Why would they do this to my boy? Yoshitatsu is so bad. And, like, you know why they did it, right? It's because they're like, hey, people know who Yoshitatsu is. Mm-hmm. Watch this young guy beat him. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get it. But, man, my poor dude. Yeah, that's... I mean, I'm going to watch it, but, uh, oof. I'm going to watch it, too, because my guy Shooter, but Jesus. Uh, Amori and Shuji Shikawa teaming up against Axis, Katsuhika Nakajima, and Go Shiyazaki. This match will be very good. Yeah. Amori and Ishikawa are doing pretty good in all Japan. Doing pretty good. Yeah, Amori's fine. Ishikawa's beast. Uh, he He's an older de- dude, but he goes in there and he hits people hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you know this. Katsuhiko Nakajima and Go Shiyazaki do that too. Fifth match, Ren Narita, El Desperado, and Minoru Suzuki. Uh, team Strong Style. Taking on the team of Naomi Team Air Fuji, Takashi Segura, and Junta Miyawaki. Listen, I'm in anytime I read Takashi Segura, okay? Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's our father. Um, uh, United Empire, United Empire, Francisco Akira, TJP, Aaron Hanari, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, all teaming up against Dan Tamora, Hikaru Saito, uh, Riki Honda, Ray Saito, and June Saito. I guess Osprey's heading to uh, AEW to build up a match. Seems like nowhere it. Nowhere to be found on the show. <laughs> Seems like it. Seems like it. Strong. They'll start it off and everyone else will make their way over after. Strong probability. Oh, wait. Isn't there, like, New Japan Road, so we're actually getting no one over? What do you mean? Like, oh, New Japan Road tubes beforehand? There's a new... It's literally called New Japan Road. Uh, let's see. It's an entire tour. I don't think so, because I was... I'm looking on the website, and this is, like, the first... June 10th, June 11th, June 13th, June 14th, June 16th, June 17th, and June 18th. Well, that would presume that Osprey's working these shows. Not Osprey. I'm talking about everyone else. Oh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, <laughs> the entire roster not named Osprey. Yeah, I guess it's fair. I guess it's though. Fair. Doesn't look the, like the the 18th has a fun match. The 18th. I'm looking at the 17th. That's collision, baby. Um, 18th, main event. Main event of the 18th show is Wato, Kojima, Tanahashi, Nagata versus Yuma and Zai, uh, Aohagi. Uh, Bove Oagis and Kento. Whoa, what is this match doing here? <laughs> it's the this is the uh Nagata Oh uh, produce show. Yeah, this is kind this because we also got Okada Ishii and Homa versus Desperado Narita and Umino. Yeah. You beautiful bastard. Anyways, all together again. Um uh that uh multi-man should be should be good. That should be good nonsense. Yeah. Seventh match, Bushi, Shingo Takagi, Tetsuya Naito versus Yuma and Zai, Suwama, and Yuji Nagata. 
I like Yuji Nagata. He's he's billed as New Japan, but we all know. <laughs> we all know what's up with this guy. Why is why is Bushi have to be here? Because someone has to take the fall. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, that's a, that's very obvious. Someone has to take the well, fall. Ones I could have taken the fall, but Yuji Nagata probably was like, no, he will not take the fall. That is my guy. I'm trying to poach. Yeah. Like, you got Suwama, Yuji Nagata, and Yumanzai. It's, like, very obvious that Yumanzai should take the fall, oh. but he is probably going to be the most protected man in a weird way Su- in this match. Suwama and Shingo is going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, that's beef. That's a beef. Uh, eighth oh, match. Is this, is this match just added? What match? The eighth match? The next match? Yeah. Uh, it had maybe. to be. Uh, maybe. Eighth match. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This got added today. Uh, Takamichi Noko, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Sonata versus Tadasuke, Yohei, and Jake Lee. That's right. Just five guys versus good-looking guys. That's what we got here, baby. That's what puts butts in seats, baby. <laughs> Where the hell is Tai Chi? Where the hell is Jack Morris? Why is Tai Chi and Jack Morris not in this match? <laughs> Give the people what they want. Upsetting. Where the hell is Tai Chi? You book <laughs> you book Sean Legacy, but don't book Jack Morris. What are we doing? I guess Tai Chi said, "You know what? I'll head over to uh, I'll go I'll go promote Forbidden Door." Tai Chi is Tai Chi is a Forbidden Door match to book. To, he to sings on every po- on every show, <laughs> the same song. Is that possible? Could we have Tai Chi show up? And maybe they're building Tai Chi for uh the KOPW title? Let me look at... One second. He's booked for the show the day after, so no. Nah, dang. <laughs> well, the day after is Friday. He could... Or Saturday. Oh, yeah, that's he could true. Make that. Maybe he's on his way to go build us a match. KOPW? Eddie Kingston? <laughs> Eddie Kingston's currently getting better from a hernia, I'm pretty sure. He's fine now. Um, uh, Maybe. Uh, ninth match, Am- Amakusa, uh, Sukiyo Iyagi, uh, and Hiromu Takahashi versus Hayata, Rising Hayato, and Master Wato. Why does Hayata have to ruin everything? This guy, man, he doesn't go away. Ugh. Everything else about this match is beautiful. And then you see that scoundrel. It's like, oh, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. I'm talking about a match with Master Wato. <laughs> oh, how the times have changed. Yeah. 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 But Amakusa's there. I'll be like him. He's he's fun. Yeah, he floats. He floats. I just, I love his Ralph Wiggum dives. <laughs> Tenth match, main event, Kaito Kiyomiya. Miyahara or Kento Miyahara, I forgot to do it flip for some reason on this website. And Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Kano, Yumea, Aoyagi, and Kazuchika Okada. Kiyomiya that's... and Okada on opposite sides, folks. Yeah, that's what people are looking at. I'm looking at Kento and Okada on opposite sides, baby. Give me the best versus the best. They're not gonna, but give it to me. Give it to me. I want Kano to just like destroy somebody <laughs> i want kano to all just right. like congratulations you just wish kiyomiya his death again <laughs> you know who he's gonna kick who he's gonna kill 
Actually, Kano has already said that his enemies are uh, Tanahashi, Miyahara, Kiyomiya, and Okada. So <laughs> interesting. <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> hey, that's Kano, baby. <laughs> I was like, that's that's a bold move, Kano. But only you will say that. <laughs> only you're only you're crazy enough to say something like that, Kano. Oh man, this man. I love Kano. He's fucking wild, <laughs> dude. But yeah, all together again, again this Friday. Um, I think it's on pay-per-view for New Japan. Yeah. Uh, I don't presume it's on fight. Okay. No, it's on p- double pay-per-view on New Japan World. I don't think they're touching fight anymore. No, and I presume also if it's on pay-per-view on New on Is it pay-per-view on New Japan, just pay-per-view on there? Uh, they're not having on like a uh, Wrestle Universe or whatever the fuck All Japan has. I don't think so. Anyways, uh, 30 bucks, 30 bucks, all Japan again, a bunch of tags. I know it's a bunch of tags, but hey, someone's got to lose in these multi brand promotion wars. Someone's got to lose. Impact against all odds. Any other thoughts I should say about all together again, Scotty? Uh, no, but I did just read that we got a Gunther singles match on Raw that everyone's raving about. I'll be the judge of that. It was against Kevin Owens. Okay, uh, that helps. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> that immediately helps. Uh, uh, interesting. Interesting. Uh, I will see how that goes. Uh, anyways, um, bah, 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 bah. Uh, Impact against all odds. They're doing another show. This is how we're ending the show. This is how we're ending the show. We're almost done. Uh, this is how we're sending me off. Yeah, we're sending you off into the sunset. Uh, to get your thoughts on Impact against all odds. Uh, what's the last match here? Perfect. Um, Impact Against All Odds show happening on this Friday. It's on Fight. It's on Impact Plus. Um, check it out. It's not a pay per view. I believe it's another Impact Plus thing. Yeah, it's just. Would anyone like thing. to hear about my journey of buying the uh, Impact Ultimate Insider thing? Sure. It's awesome. Really? Five bucks. Five bucks. You say five bucks, and you get the pay per views every episode of Impact, like old stuff you got, it's the pay- awesome. you got the pay-per-views too yeah well the not i meant these the specials oh, yeah like okay. pay-per-views after a while i'm pretty sure though oh yeah when they got re-uploaded or re-uploaded yeah, like, for the first time but like they run more specials than pay-per-views so not bad i paid five bucks for the month got two pay-per-views out of it and that's 10 years of wrestling yeah what yeah. maybe maybe do an impact rewatch like everybody else is doing apparently yeah, a lot of people are doing that, huh? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, main event of this show, Against All Odds, happening in Columbus, Ohio. I was just in Cincinnati, Ohio, for a wedding. That's fun. Uh, Steve Macklin versus Alex Shelley. We talked about it at the top of the show. Steve Macklin. Uh, I'm more excited about his title reign right now. And Alex Shelley, he's a good wrestler. What could go wrong? This should be a good match. Yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one to book, like I said earlier. Uh, Shelley will be the underdog, you know, trying to win the world title for the first time in Impact. Work to that. It can make it can make Macklin even more, um, because obviously he won't be losing. Uh, but it should be really good. You also have the first ever eight four one match. Now, what the hell is this? Well, <laughs> if you ever watch Warrior Wrestling, um, and I forget what their their match called, but they had a match that was very similar to this. Uh, the match is for the number one contendership for Slammiversary. 
it is starts as an eight man. You have four, you have eight guys, four versus four. Whoever wins that eight man tag, those four people will go on and compete in a four way match. The winner of that four way match will be the winner that goes on to Slammiversary to challenge either Alex Shelley or Steve Macklin for the title. Those people are on one side, you have Bully Ray, Jonathan Gresham, Heath, Heath and Nick Aldis versus Moose, Speedball Mike Bailey, PCO, and Rich Swan. So again, one of these teams will be a four-way, and then that person will be the winner going into Slammiversary. What do you think about this match? Nick Aldis wins. <laughs> Interesting. You think Nick Aldis is winning the whole thing? Slammiversary. Why yeah. bring him in at all? That's a good <laughs> point. I think the only other person I think has a chance of winning is Speedball. If I had to like oh. really break it down. You'll know <laughs> based off of the first match. Yeah, the, the first half of this match. That's fair. And I'm not excited about a four-way of Nick Aldis, Bully Ray, Jonathan Gresham, and Heath. I'll tell you that much. That's not a sexy four-way in my opinion. No, it's stinky. Um, But hey, you know. If Nick Aldis doesn't get it, then I could I could see like Nick Aldis doing like a detour through like I don't know whoever loses the fall for Bully his eight man Bully, Bully Ray. God, I'm doing so you I'm I'm doing the new blood Patreon series. Yeah, because you hate yourself. Because I hate myself, and it's and it's it. What sucks about it right now is that I'm ta- doing like the post msg show which was like lifeblood and flip gordon versus bully ray and sheen taylor and silas young and all his people but like post msg is like a juice robinson less uh lifeblood it's just tracy Will- banditos and best of super juniors so it's just tracy williams and mark haskins against bully ray and i'm it's just just blood and it's just it's I I'm losing my mind good. over these goddamn bully Ray promos. <laughs> just like God, I hate this man. Ah, anyways, New Blood's a good series. You should listen to it. Anyways, um, other match uh, on the show. Uh, tag match: uh, Giselle Shaw and Savannah Evans taking on the team of Trinity and Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, at the same time, Trinity and Perrazzo can they coexist? Like they uh, so because we know that Trinity wants Deanna's championship. As they on their presumably going on the way to Slammiversary. Uh yeah, they'll coexist. <laughs> I have a feeling they'll coexist. Um, do you think Trinity's gonna go on and uh win the title at Slammiversary? Yep. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair. <laughs> Why wouldn't she? Frankie Kazarian versus Eddie Edwards. They're having a little match here. Um I don't know much about it. There's a confrontation about Yuya Uemura for some reason, and now these guys are wrestling. But I think these are guys are both like veterans of the locker room, obviously. I think these guys can both go. I think Eddie Edwards in this new heel role feels refreshed. Frankie Kazarian feeling good. Should be good. I think it should be a really good match. Yep. Exhibition title match, Trey Miguel versus Chris Sabin, continuing where they left off at Under Siege. What do you think about this one? Will... Lightning strike twice for Trey Miguel. I'd put the belt on Saban. Yeah, that'd be nice. Why run it? Why run it back if you're not gonna? That's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, this is an interesting one. 
Is that Madman Fulton? Yes, it is. We have OVE reuniting once again. Sammy Callahan reuniting with uh, Madman Fulton and Jake Chris. Right, it is Jake Chris. Yes, Jake Chris, not his brother. Jake Chris reuniting once again uh, to take on the team of The Design, Diener, Khan, and Alan Angels. Are you excited about the reunion of OVE? Take that as a no, folks. Go take that as a no. Either Jake he's frozen. Chris is the best wrestler in the match. Jake Chris. Jake Chris has got is pretty good. I think he's pretty good. But that's like not ideal. I mean, I'm excited to see Jake Chris versus Alan Angels. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll just do that as a lead up to match to the damn show. Yeah. Oh wait, is that Thursday? Thursday. They might do it on Thursday. That could be good. Uh, next match we have. <laughs> Against all odds, Impact World Tag Team Title Match ABC, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, uh, defending their titles against the Good Hands. Can you name the members of the Good Hands? John Silver. No. (laughs) John Schuyler. Correct. And the other guy? Uh... Uh... (laughs) I can give you his initials. Um... Will that help? Yeah, good. J.H. J.H. No idea. <laughs> Jason Hotch, of course. Jason Hotch, John Schuyler will be on Friday. You're, of course, going to be your new Impact World Tag Team Champions. Can't wait. Yeah, Can't wait. ABC. Um, this is a very wild one, and I don't know how to feel about this. It's a dog collar match between Masha Slamovich and Killer Kelly. I honestly don't know how to feel about this one. It's a dog collar match, and those have been pretty I think you've good. And openly been on the show, absolutely dogging on Killer Kelly's wrestling ability. So I was going to say that I like dog collar matches. Masha Slamovich is a good wrestler. However, I think Killer Kelly stinks. So I don't know how to feel about this one. This is a shrug <laughs> of my shoulders. Speaking of stinks, look at that digital media title. <laughs> So the last match before Scotty goes on vacation, digital media title match, Joe Hendry versus the heel Dirty Dango, continuing where they left off at Under Siege. You excited about Dirty Dango versus Joe Hendry? We've talked about a lot of matches today, and Mm -hmm. there's no match that is a bigger guarantee I won't watch (laughs) than this one. And you're watching Yoshitatsu versus Shota Umino. And I'm watching Yoshitatsu versus Shota Umino. I'm watching Yoshitatsu. <laughs> oh, boy. The real WWE cast off. Take that dango. Sorry, dirty dango. <laughs> That's it for the show. <laughs> that's that's, that's all, folks. Uh, uh, what a show. I can't believe we got all through all of that in practically two minutes exact. Uh, that's that was crazy. We're going to be back. Next time I'm back on this show, I'm back. I'm we'll back. Collision and previewing Forbidden Door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, again, next week, folks, on the Sunday show, we will be releasing on the podcast feeds, of course, um, the our interview with Justin Nipper 
he is the overseas PR rep for Pro Wrestling Noah. He is also a staff writer for the Wrestling Observer. So we had a sit-down interview with him to talk about Noah and uh, pretty much Noah and all different aspects of that. Um, and that interview will be coming out this Sunday. So again, make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed, the audio podcast feed, wherever you get listen podcasts, whether that be Spotify, whether that be uh, Apple Podcast Player, whether that be Google Play, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we'll also have the YouTube version, so you can go check out our YouTube, uh, and uh, which is Countout. I believe it is Countout. Uh, Countout Wrestling Podcast Network. And you can listen to the interview there as well. Scotty, anything to plug, and what is your match of the week? Uh, follow me at Scott E Wrestling on Twitter. Um, in terms of content, I will be uh, I'll be uh, you know, not doing much. <laughs> uh, I think I've I think I've recorded something for all my shows though, mm-hmm. so all my weekly shows. So that'll be done. There will be a new Stardom Road next week. That's already recorded. That's in the bank for the people. Uh, I'll have we'll have obviously the interview with Justin, and uh, yeah, I'll also have that. Uh, I'll have something for my Joshi show as well. I don't know what yet. I forget what it is. Oh, it's like a look at the scene, the Joshi scene heading into the second half of the year. So that'll be a two-parter going out this week and next week. But yeah, I'm going on vacation. So the only thing I'll be doing wrestling-wise is watching it. I'll be a fan from afar. And uh, thankfully, I'm going away on a weekend. That's not a lot's happening. All together against it. So worked up. Oh, sorry. And against all odds. Sorry. Apologize. My bad. My bad, folks. Uh, but yeah, so looking forward to that. And I guess my match of the week would be. Oh, shit. <laughs> what is my match of the week since the last time we talked that we didn't review? That's a great question, Scotty. Ooh. Uh, Fuminori Abe and Takuya Nomura versus Dice K Sakamoto and Yuji Okabayashi. Is this a from... big, is this a big J-Man match? Oh, that's a big Japan match right there. Whoa. Bring in the big Japan back. Scotty, big Japan fan over here. I literally only watch those four guys. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair point. Um, While you're on vacation, Scotty, will you be watching Spark Joshi Puresso of America? I'll take that as a no No comment. comment. Uh, my plugs. Follow me on Twitter at Ryan Nightsey. You can follow the whole show at Count Pod. Um, I will planning on having the fourth and final episode of New Blood this Friday. It's I'm, I'm that's my plan. It's on again Patreon.com forward slash Count Pod. It's on the five dollar tier. Um, I've got a little news thing about the five dollar tier as well in a moment, but. I'm planning on having the fourth and final episode of New Blood out this Friday. It's a doozy. It's going to be... The plan is post-MSG, April of 2019, to the pandemic. That's the chunk of time I'm trying to watch and research. I have all the researching. I just need to watch. 
Uh, and that plan is to get all that done before Friday. So that's the plan. So ideally, we have this big chunk of the rest of Lifeblood and summing up the whole thing and summing up this whole connection uh, and doing all that stuff. So that's the plan. Other than that, if that doesn't come out Friday, it'll come out later or I'll split it up or something. I don't know yet. But that, the plan is that's coming out on Friday. What did come out today, what did come out today was the very first episode of season two of Ryan Hasn't Seen Anything. Uh, it was a match that, yes, I have never seen before in my life. Kenny Omega versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada 2. Uh, we watched along that match. I think we have a great season of matches in store for you. Uh, there are a lot of matches that we loved. There was a couple of matches we thought stunk ass. Um, there are a couple of matches that were just fun to laugh at. But uh, I think this is a very interesting season. A lot of matches. There is definitely a couple matches I think most people have not seen. There is a hundred percent guarantee, Scotty, that there is at least one match this season that no one has seen. I think that's fair to fair to <laughs> fair to fair to believe. I think that was episode three, maybe I, or episode four. But uh, definitely, there's at least one match that no one has ever seen, uh, and they'll probably be watching it for the first time ever. Uh, so definitely check out that match. We have an exciting season coming up, so definitely check it out. I said there's a little teaser about the $5 tier. So just starting Patreon has a new feature where you can sign up um, for the $5 tier on our Patreon page. Again, patreon.com forward slash kind of pod. Where you can sign up for the Patreon $5 tier uh, for seven days for free. So you can get all the content that we have on the Patreon for free for the first seven days. After that, of course, you will be charged for those $5. But think of all the content you can watch in seven days, folks. First season of Ryan hasn't seen anything. Uh, the first episode of season two, and if you time it right, maybe a bunch more. Um, New Blood, if you time it right. You can get all of New Blood in there. Um, all of our other network shows in there. Um, Your Dose of Death. Uh, uh, Okada Shorts, The drop when they do their Drop Your Shorts uh, special shows. Um, uh, all the other content I have in there. Uh, and all the content to come I have in there. So yeah, if you're interested in taking the Patreon uh, and want the most of your uh, money there, uh, get the first seven days for free. Check it out. Take a dip in the water. Uh, it, it, it won't bite. Um, my match of the week. I think that's all my plugs. My match of the week is going to be, of course, it's an old one. It is from June 5th, 1989. Scotty, I wonder if you've seen this one. This is from All Japan. This is uh, Jumbo Saruto versus Genichiro Tenru in the Triple Crown title match. This is one of the the anniversary match. This is the anniversary match. This is all-time classic right here. Um, This was a fucking boy howdy crazy-ass match of just hard-hitting nonstop action and the crowd going nuts, baby. That's what I like to see, the crowd going nuts. What did we get for a rating? Four and three quarters. I was a baby. I was a baby, but I went four and three quarters. Wasn't good enough. Wasn't good enough for Ryan. I was a baby. Uh, my my real match of the week was across the Spider-Verse. All right, goodbye, everyone. <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We'll see you again this Sunday. is just a Nipper interview. We'll be back talking to you live in two weeks after that. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Hey, have you guys heard of the new show on the Can-Out Network, the Ichiban Sweetcast? It's the brand new New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast starring the International Wrestling Grand Prix. That's me, your good friend Curtis Spears. And me, your bad friend Rafe Houston. And we're here to talk about everything New Japan Pro Wrestling, 
reacting to everything, getting worked up, getting very happy, sometimes crying, kind of like like something else we used to do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was the old uh, Okada Shorts podcast, right? Ah, that's right. And if you love that show, you're going to love this show because it's exactly the same show. Yeah, we just had to change the name. Yeah, we, we did. But you can check it everywhere on a social media handle that we haven't made yet. <laughs> yeah, we're really new to this. So <laughs> what you can do is search on your favorite podcast catcher of choice. Look for... The Ichiban Sweetcast. Sweetcast, Ichiban. This has been a Countout Podcast.